Welcome to Do Not Disturb, a new podcast about... About buzzing phones and yeah, inappropriate mute, situations. Muting your phone. <laughs> now, to the movie theaters. Upstairs, <laughs> and We're going to have to make a serious case, because uh, I'm in. I'm in. I'm all about this movie, and, and I think we should go and see it, but uh, make it a what, case. Uh, yeah. What good D-Box movies are you interested in in the near future that we can give up the time ahead of time to be more reasonable? I think this is right up there. I think Elite Battle Angel is right up is, there. Is in the near future, there? though, right around the corner, we have Shazam. Shazam could be one of them. So that, that might yeah. be one of them. We have uh, Captain Marvel. We have Avengers. Captain Marvel would be a sweet yeah. one. Avengers and there's another would be one coming out one. in March that I'm Any forgetting. Any Spider-Man movie, Rob mentioned a Spider-Man movie it's would July, be yeah. pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Rob got the Actually, Ash got the hookup. I don't yes. know what I'm saying right no, now. No, Rob, Rob hooked up the butter that hooked up <laughs> the crew. Yeah, that's true. That's actually... Did you ask for more butter? Yeah. Is that how this went down? Yeah, I, uh, he, I actually He asked for double butter, butter and, and the, the person thought that when he meant layered... They, he meant like they, Rob wanted layered in the popcorn. The person thought layered at the bottom. No, yeah. no he meant he meant layered on the outside of yes, the bag. Basically. Exactly, so layered, layered in the corner of the bag. And that's on. essentially how it went down. That was a, yeah, was yeah. a wonderful night. Yeah, what a, a disaster! Goku and Vegeta. <laughs> Just remember, you got up and ran it off. I'm awesome. like, oh man, he must have to take a quick piss before. Yeah, yeah that's exactly this what thing I'm gets like. underway. No, it's just the bag I already took a piss on him. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah it, ma- it made it look like I already pissed myself, a but, but a I assure yeah, you, yeah, I like, didn't. Uh, so dedicated to the movie, the guy just sat there and pissed himself while he watched the fight. Literally, yeah. you 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 know how much how amazing the frame rate was in that movie you know like it all the explosions crazy. if i went it for got the... you real excited <laughs> I, lo- I love how you mentioned the frame rates <laughs> what <laughs> the fps dog it's all i don't even know it's it was good it was good it was a good movie though i loved Actually, it so much i just started urinating everywhere yeah yeah it was you so had good. so many people so soaking good. in their seats that poor person yeah. who has to clean that up yeah they're actually making it a visceral cleanup detail yeah the dvz broly cineplex after theater yeah it's just there's brains. It looks like they gotta rope it off. There's like there's minds blown everywhere, just brains Police all over. Tape, the caution tape everywhere. You ever play that game? Which Visceral, one? Visceral cleanup detail? No. Yeah, is it, it's is it sounds like a like, VR game. No, well they they it have VR be. versions for it. Yeah, oh, do they yeah, already? Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Um, at least I think last I checked they had support for it. But um, the idea is that you go in like after something like a scene happens, like if it's like. Uh, like, uh, Imagine the after the person who has to clean up the Kill Bill scene where yeah. sh- uh, where she like the slaughters the whole oh, 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 the yeah, crazy, yeah. Coyotes, the crazy, crazy 88, 88. yeah, yeah. 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 so she, it's like someone that. has to clean that whole mess up somebody did yeah, yeah, yeah. presumably so yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah yeah so they made that scene so they, they have they have like a whole bunch of different things yeah. it seems like it'd be a very Tarantino thing to do to show who that is whoever yeah. comes in and cleans well it's it's you it's you when you ahead of time yeah yeah it's my imagination I'm gonna take a look at it yes good. Good. It's gonna be so if, good. If, 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 uh, so or tomorrow, <laughs> maybe just tomorrow. I might just I might go I might go home and go to bed. So yeah, so that, Rob that Rob's coming off uh, a, a deathly illness here. Yeah. So he's made it tonight. So we're gonna plug through this. We got a lot of notes tonight. This is officially uh, episode thirty-two of Rona Geek Official Podcast. Woo. So here tonight we have, of course, myself, Alex Austin, is one of the co-hosts. Another co-host we have with us is Osher over here. You got Osher over here joining Osh. us again. Yes, Osh. You all can call me Osh. I think you know what. I've been here three times now, and I think we're just gonna like go. We're, with, we're gonna go with Osh. It's, I feel like I'm we're familiar. familiar exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yes, we're going with Osh. I like it. It's, it's gonna stick right now. And then. Yeah, just Rob. And Rob. So <laughs> sick Rob, really, but he's, he's better really now. boring. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
<laughs> so I go I go by Alex Austin. That's like my podcast. Nice. It's like a fursona, just Someone, you're not a furry. If I well, start calling you it's a It's one of my names actually. If I start calling you A squared, is that gonna be way too hip or um, uh, I'm good with it. I don't know the, the <laughs> listeners, I don't know where they're at. All right, all right, we'll find, so we'll I'll, find out less than what you think about A squared, you know. <laughs> let's see see where they fall on this. <laughs> is, that um, a, is that like a rapper name or uh, yeah, that I mean a name on a rapper probably. Yeah, exactly. Like a like a rapper of a chocolate bar. Yeah, yeah, yeah A squared styles or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Has nougat in that chocolate bar, you know? <laughs> it's, just a, it's just a fortune cookie misprint at this point. <laughs> so we should probably is, move the fuck on. Yeah, I'm, I'm about to. Don't worry. So this is a very news-heavy episode of Rona Geek Official Podcast. God, we got all the topics, guys. Uh, so on this episode, we are going to talk about some breaking news regarding uh, The Walking Dead casting. Uh, probably some more. If you're a fan of The Walking Dead, you really don't want to hear, but it's happening out there. Uh, Deny Guerrera. Actually, I'll wait to announce it because I'm going to go through the rest of the topics right down here. I think, it, I think you just pretty much said it. No, no, oh no, 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 I'm not going to get into it yet because I want to. <laughs> so we're going to talk about James Gunn and his new directing job, which I just found out about. And I didn't know. I didn't even know. About, I okay. read it. I read it on the board. Yeah, yeah, good, good. And then uh, so we're going to talk about yeah. uh, Punisher, Jessica Jones, Netflix, uh, yep. Marvel shows. We're going to talk about DOA six live stream. Kind of a footnote, more than a big thing. A big piece of news we have to talk about here today, and you might be hearing the story here first, is a big leak regarding a certain rock star game. Rockstar what? game. Hashtag Rockstar in the notes of this episode. And I'm going to get those listens. It's going to happen. It's gonna happen. We're going to talk about Hasbro and the Bumblebee movie positioning a new Transformers series. That is not surprising to anybody. Yeah, well, they didn't say it before, but they're really saying it now that it it's made money. It's not news, so. come on. <laughs> We're going to talk about Star Wars 9, Principal Photography, and uh, maybe Whoa. an Apex update or two. Yeah. So and then uh, that's the, that's the news bits for the feature today, guys. We're going to talk about the Nintendo Direct news. So again, a very news heavy episode, but lots of the Nintendo Direct news that we're going to be able to talk about here today. And uh, we'll give a quick rundown of uh, each title that they talked about in the Direct. So pretty excited about that. There's some big news there, obviously, regarding a certain Legend of Zelda. If you ever heard of that? Oh my God! It's like please. this new. It's this new game. Like nobody's ever. No yeah, way. it's going to be so sick, man. It starts with a Z. It's about a man that, and, a, and oh, he has shit. a sword. <laughs> Sorry, I actually missed one of those things on the list there. I'm actually kind of excited about it. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's, don't, don't, yeah, don't oh, tell, don't tell I, I'm nobody it's just yet. these two right here. Wrong. Oh, it's the weird. bottom, it's the oh, bottom so, one. Though that one there is awesome. Yeah, Dead by Daylight. Yeah, yeah, I figured. So we'll get to all that. Wow. So kicking, yeah, like, this yeah. is what I'm saying. No, this, I'm just saying no. Is, yeah, there's so much. No, going like on. A, such a huge. Article so this is a news blowout here, and I'm so excited to bring it to you. We're becoming a very news heavy uh, podcast as it is. So I think it's because we're always recording in the moment. Uh, I think next week we're already talking about we're going to be doing uh, review and spoil cast of a certain Alita Battle Angel, uh, new, oh, yeah. new film that just came out. So hoping to see it. Very soon here, if not tonight. <laughs> we'll see what happens. Yeah, we'll see. So, who knows? So, but, uh, yeah, we'll kick it off uh, with some Walking Dead news. We don't often talk about The Walking Dead on here, but did you know that in 2018, this was technically the biggest show on television in the entire world? In terms of viewership, oh, no in terms of downloads, yeah. in terms of engagement, this was the biggest show in the entire world in 2018. Uh, it's funny, because it actually it hit after, um, like, this thing's, the show's pickup actually hit after uh, the zombie craze. Yeah. Which yeah. is pretty impressive. Absolutely. Everyone's like, why are you making a zombie show now? Mm-hmm. And then they did, and it still, it still accumulated into the 2018's like, largest viewed thing, showing that the zombie stuff, as much as we are annoyed by bad zombie games, yeah. a good zombie game would still break the bank. Totally. Uh, totally. These days. Yeah, but yeah. nobody's made one yet. Nobody's actually made a zombie survival game. If you could actually point at a zombie survival game for well, me... Well, there is none, by definition. There isn't? Yeah. 
Daisy, no, it's not because nope. you're not mm-hmm. you're not actually surviving in a household or, or living no. whatever. No, that's like a it's a battle royale game with yeah. zombies in it. Yeah, yeah. We so, actually defined the battle royale zon- le- genre. That Left for Dead matter. is a, a pretty good title, but it's not realistic. It's like an action. No, it's kinda. a it's a point A to point B gun. And it's yeah, yeah run yeah. and gun. Left for Dead was a great series. I mean, game. there's only certain yeah, there's series. only certain areas in the world where you'd be able to find that many guns and ammunition. Yeah. So, you know, so from point I'm a pretty point sure B. evolve uh, to capital to <laughs> you know, <laughs> Russia. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So or the US, I don't know. But uh, yeah, Both guys, it's uh, it's an interesting thing. So I think what's happened is it's probably snowballed and and it's getting localized or uh, subbed for for more territories as it goes along here, and that's why it's yeah. snowballing and becoming bigger and bigger. Also, last year didn't have uh, like Game of Thrones to pull viewers away, right? So it I was, was uh, I was yeah. imagining when you said biggest show, I was thinking Game of Thrones. No, what? there was no Game of Thrones oh. in all of 2018. So the last season ended in 2017, and then we had all of last year. In fact, the new the new series, the last six episodes of the entire uh, Game of Thrones series, start airing this April. Oh, and each one will be basically like ninety minutes to two hours long. So it's going to be movie length episodes, and that's Whoa. it. It's done after this season. So this is the last. This is the last six spread. episodes. Of this. So we'll be all over that when it comes out. I'm looking forward to it. I think everyone's going to be all over that. Oh, it's going to be crazy. It's going to be an absolute craze. I'm so looking forward to it. the last time we had a blowout like this with like a big pop culture phenomenon uh, from a TV show ending would have been like Breaking Bad, which was huge. Like that was a major. That didn't even hit me. Really? No. It was a, but in, in terms of the, just the grand scheme of things, it was a major pop culture phenomenon. Uh, mm-hmm. A lot of people were engaged with the show who otherwise wouldn't be engaged with a serial type show like that. Yeah. So it was just it was really cool to see. Sorry, I did I enjoy say- Breaking Bad. Like it, the build up got me pretty good. Like I. You expected it, right? You kind of oh, like, totally. you know, totally. Yeah, yeah. There, there was a few, like, there was a few surprises, I guess, that that there were held some good in there. Surprises but, in there, like, but the many I mean, surprises. But they tried to keep it realistic in so much as you know what does happen to someone's life when it unravels because they're awesome, organized. Yeah, yeah, they're <laughs> they're organizing the drug trade. It's a yeah, yeah it gets bad. There's some downsides to that there's awesome there's some, job. There's some dark moments. Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say I should I should say when I said it didn't hit me i didn't watch it until the series finished but i did see it around me i did see people like you know with the poster for breaking bad up in the yeah. house i watched uh, it like, right afterwards so i watched yeah. it like right after it no ended. not because by the time me. i was on netflix watching it i think uh they dumped the last season on pretty soon after that ended and yeah. that's when i got to see all the rest of it but yeah it was a crazy good series but it's good to see the game of thrones is going to culminate in that walking dead doesn't seem to be headed that way. So Denai Guerrera, who plays Michonne on the series, so she's oh, the girl no. with the katana. She's gone at the end of the season, no. so she is being. To either... be honest, totally saw it coming. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. That's not too too surprising. I'm thinking we're gonna see a few more though. Well, it's it's uh, too. Everybody else is already gone. So An- uh, Andrew Lincoln, sorry, Rick Grimes. So he's yeah. already been written off. He's gone. Well, he's gonna be there for the movies and potentially. He's gonna be he's there. He's gonna for the potentially movies. be back in the series later on. Yeah, maybe maybe later on. Maybe later uh, on. So he's off doing his own thing for now. now. Yeah. His his daughter is still alive, uh, yeah. and she's she's back at the camp with everybody else. Yeah. But uh, I'm trying to think. Carol's still there. Uh, the, the king is still there. They got the dreadlocks. Can't remember his name offhand. Yeah. Uh, Elijah is his name. Elijah. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. And then, uh, so some of the main characters are still there. Well, we got um, um, Daryl. Daryl's still there, yeah. And, and well, I think Daryl dies, everyone dies. We know this. Well, this yeah, is, yeah, but it's crazy because is. I think they're hinging a lot on Daryl at this point because he's he's going to become the principal character in the show. So the leader of, of that same band that we've been following the whole time. And even, um, I'm trying to think of her name, Lauren Cohen, I forget who she plays. Well, she, she's gone too, though. So Maggie? It's just, Maggie. Yeah. Yeah, she's even gone now too. So she's running uh, one you know, of the one of the other towns nearby, but they don't show her 
really. You just kind of know she's there. I'm psyched that we've still got Carol, at least. Because, like, she's like, been beast. my favorite. <laughs> yeah, she's <laughs> been my favorite character. She's, her back she's, like, is so big. Rambo. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I love Carol. But, um, never, never flinches. Yeah, she's <laughs> absolutely insane. I'm, I don't really care that we're losing Maggie. Yeah, well, I mean, like, her arc definitely... It died out. Yeah, it did after after Glenn was taken off. Yeah, pretty much. For me, that was the turning point of the show, because... Like, well, we got show, Negan at least some of it. <laughs> yeah, at least we got Negan, and he's yeah, still in it. Negan but, but the problem was, I, I really think it was a mistake for them to remove Glenn. I know they did it in the comics. I know he dies by Negan's yeah. hand in the comics. But they were able to kill Abraham off in the show, uh, and not really interrupt anything. But Glenn was one of my favorite characters. And after they killed him, I was just like, well, I was really hoping that they would change it for the run of the show on television because it based is a on, show, based and they on do popularity have to keep it going. of people that they like. <laughs> so yeah. it's in uh, a show is not a comic. A comic can keep you engaged even if the main characters aren't necessarily on a page in front of you. So, but it's a lot tougher with the TV show. So, mm-hmm. and, I, and I think removing him was probably at the time they did at least it was probably a mistake. Um, okay, that's an interesting way to look at it. But the way that I saw it too is that here's such you. losing losing Glenn was like such a destabilizing factor for so many elements of the group at the time. You're right. Yeah, is that that's why he kind of was the natural fit. Yeah, you're because, right. Because uh, you wanted everyone to hate Negan, and nobody hates that character. Yeah. Right. So then when Negan steps True. in and takes Glenn out, yeah. Then everyone hates. But honestly, Negan like they could have even killed like Maggie, and it, it like as a character, and it wouldn't have affected me that much, right? But they killed, they killed like my favorite dude. But that's why you hate Negan that much more, and that's why when because he's I redeemed, did, I did it first, but then they make you like him because he's like so yeah. just cavalier is, and such yeah. a badass. Yeah, he's like yeah. metal. Yeah. But like at the same leather. time, he has a very he has a view set. Yeah, looking in on yeah, he's he very he has, practical. He has a very practical way. worldview in a at this weird point. way. It's a skewed yeah. version of practicality. Yeah. Like a lot of characters on the show, so he was probably a regular man right before yeah. everything went down. But then he took on this persona of Negan once the zombie apocalypse happened, and that's a, it essentially has made him such a powerful character. Is this persona right? It's, yeah, it's really cool. Much. Really cool. He's a great character. That is Walking Dead news, so take it for what you will. But Tanaka is leaving the series at the end of the season. Who knows if she'll be back or not? But. uh yeah, it certainly seems like a lot of characters leaving really quick. Yeah. So they killed off Very Carl. Scary stuff. Uh, they killed Coral. Yeah, they killed off Rick Grimes. Oh, yeah. Not killed off. I guess he's doing his movies now. Yeah. And then, uh, and then <laughs> Rick now, Grimes got a movie deal. The show. Yeah, Rick Grimes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the only thing that kills characters in The Walking Dead is movie deals. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's true. Yeah, yeah. That's the only thing that changed so the Glenn, canon. Glenn, the guy who played Glenn, he's off doing like uh, he's on like Shutter now, doing like horror movies and things like that. So that's good. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So kind of a different evolution for his career going on as well. Interesting that he's stuck with horror. You know what's that? He's stuck with horror. Yeah, he, he got really good at yeah. making scared faces for the camera. Like, oh, it's like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so good at it now. <laughs> Might as well do How horror did he movies. Get so good. <laughs> um, I was going to say, for this next bit, it's like we we called this, right? Oh, yeah, we called it. Yeah, several episodes ago, we were talking about it. Uh, in the lead up to the season two of The Punisher uh, finishing filming, Jessica Jones obviously finished filming some time ago. Punisher and Jessica Jones have officially been canceled as the last two Marvel based Netflix series. By Netflix. They're and, done. They're and, gone. And the first rumor already popped up that Hulu might pick up uh, Daredevil. You're kidding. I didn't know that. Yeah, it's a rumor. That's actually a really cool rumor. So yeah. I'd be really impressed if they did. Um, so obviously when they pick up a show, they're picking up you know the whole production and, and everything like that and, and paying I, a lot of money for it. Things like I, I think that's kind of a ridiculous rumor because I was under the assumption, and maybe incorrectly so, that Disney was just uh, culminating all these things onto their platform. I thought so too. I thought they were effectively going to be restarting a lot of these properties with like uh, either yeah. the same actors or different actors or something like that. But uh, obviously, the Defenders did not work out 
ideally. I think that so, that's mm-hmm. I think that that is a poor assumption to make only on based on the grounds that Iron Fist season two was a huge improvement on season totally one. Totally was. So I think that defenders could be saved. Ha. Um, if they, <laughs> if they, the if they put forth the effort, it's yeah. all effort at this point. It's effort. Sure. You need to, you need to put forth the effort or it's just not going to happen. Sure. I find it interesting that DC started with the, with the television series earlier than Marvel did, and they've done it so well. And they have so many series that are in their, you know, fifth, sixth, seventh seasons now, uh, yeah. with Supergirl, Flash, uh, Green Arrow. Well, um, yeah, that's one thing to, to point out actually, um, when it comes to the shows and the animated space, DC, I think, kills it. In the television, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. But when Marvel steps in, they have a couple shows that are hits. The rest are kind of misses. Yeah. But Marvel nails lit. their movies. Yes. Yeah. And they, they, DC is you know, a laughing stock. DC's been doing it for, for much longer, too, because they had Smallville before, and they also had... Was was Buffy? Was that a DC property, or was that Image I property? I, it's think it's image but it might okay it might so, fall under dc and then, but now. even before that would have been like what was the dean kane superman show i honestly Lo- lois and clark yeah, yeah the new I adventures don't... of superman so that was a show back in the early 90s that yeah. for its day was a decent enough show but it also featured uh you know uh, superman as uh, clark kent is the main character uh, dean kane played him back then yeah so that that was when when we were we were we ones I, i'm yeah. getting i'm getting you know hazy memories no no, not really. Yo, those <laughs> were the days, man. Those were the days. Honestly, though, um, as far as Superman's concerned, like an adult Superman, if it's not being played by Henry Cavill, like he felt like Superman to me. It was a pretty good Superman. Yeah, he was pretty good. Um, but either way, it doesn't matter. He's uh, he's out now, man. He's done. So I know it's but, uh So th- this. <laughs> I, I don't know, man. I, I think this pretty much uh, marks the end of the current run of Marvel series. I think it's going to be a while before we see something else new, like brand new, come up uh, for television. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think you know they're going to keep writing out Agents of Shield as, as long as they can. Um, I hope so. Yeah. Uh, Agents of Shield, I've been really enjoying. I actually think there's been some errors that I have missed mm-hmm. so far. Okay, you got to still watch it, man. No, I, I still need to. Yeah, it, yeah. It, I'll tell you right now, it's not all sunshine and rainbows. There's a bunch of filler. Okay, uh, but there. It is worth sifting through. There is some good stuff in there. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, what you showed me from... Um, yes. Uh, especially, yes. Ghost Rider. Uh, what's it? Robbie Reyes? Yeah, yeah. I got it wrong. I yeah, yeah. Right. You're right. Robbie Reyes, I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he's... Uh, what you showed me from from that Ghost Rider looked amazing. So, yeah, I do yeah. want I do want to watch Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Have you seen yes. it? No, I mean, I haven't watched Agents okay. of S.H.I.E.L.D. Okay, oh, personally. You would yeah. love couch watching it for sure. Oh, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. My, I have a long list of, uh, of shows to catch up on. <laughs> so, <laughs> add this to the list, man. Oh, yeah. So yeah. it's on. So that's it for uh, Netflix Marvel series. Uh, so don't ever expect to see those again. I think, honestly, too, <laughs> another another issue was that Netflix wanted to get these out of the way, these bigger properties, because they're developing their own properties and trying to make them big. Uh, so I know Travelers was one that was kind of like supernatural, almost like a comic book adaptation type show that they're still trying to really blow up. Yeah. Um, and uh, just hasn't taken off the way they wanted it to. I haven't actually watched Al- it. Alter- Altered Carbon it. is another one, sort of a sci-fi show. I liked that was, It was really good. I enjoyed good. it. Yeah. I genuinely it, it enjoyed it. It had a very nice cyberpunk e feel to it. Or oh, dude, yeah. Or future just, feel. Just, it, just close enough to be, you know, relatable. And, yeah. It drew it really yeah. drew on Blade Runner. Like, big yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big time Blade Runner draw. So I would highly recommend Altered Carbon. But I think, honestly, they're just trying to get these properties out of the way of their own properties. So I, I think they're really interested in developing their own stuff, starting from scratch with stuff that they have full control over. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. It's and, all coming out of control for yeah, them. Yeah, and, and I think with Which Disney... Yeah, and I think with Disney entering the picture now, and, and, and next year, I think the merger between Disney and Fox Studios completes. So at that point, they're going to own all the other Marvel properties as well. Oh, f- 
So wow. X Men and all that. So that I that, actually didn't know that. Was that finalized. Yeah, it's going through. It's finalizing next year. Oh, so nice. I th- I think yeah. basically Netflix just wants out of the game at this point because that makes that makes Disney slash Marvel slash Fox. Uh, just a titan <laughs> distributor of, of these superhero films. The, the only thing that Disney, I think, doesn't own then is Spider-Man, right? Which is Sony. That's it. But they have Spider-Man. Yeah. I mean, they're, got they're, a, they're gonna. Got a deal Sony's made so much money on it; they're absolutely going to renew it. So yeah. it's it's done this year, right? So in fact, I think it's done right after the new one comes out. You know, you know what? That's actually hilarious because I think we're gonna see that, right? We're good. Uh, okay. <laughs> I think we're actually gonna see that where the. Um, Spider-Man movies are going to be like uh, Marvel Spider-Man here, there, and it's doing good and all that. But we're still going to get these sporadic, random-ass Spider-Man movies just so that Sony can hold on to the uh, IP. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I, th- I think you're <laughs> we're right. We're going to get some random-ass so, like, junk it, here and there. Well, yeah, hopefully it's as good or better than Into the Spider-Verse because, honestly, Sony yeah, just needs to stop with the live-action Spider-Man films at this point uh-huh. and just keep it animated because 100%. it was... Phenomenal. Yeah, no, if they, really if they stay it. in that yeah, yeah. vein, awesome. that if they stay in that vein, good call. Yeah, yeah. That's, you found your market, stay there. Yeah. So, and then, and then I want at least seven more Bright movies. Bright. I actually like Bright. <laughs> Some people did not like Bright. I, I, I liked it okay. It was, it was so all over the place. It was very, it was very frenetic. It was like, it was like Shadowrun. What's it? It was like Shadowrun. You ever play Shadowrun? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. You're right. It did seem like it was set in that universe a little bit, right? Yeah. So, but it's uh, so it's like a modernized fantasy take, right? It, did you see it? Had, I haven't seen it's, Bright. It's like, is a, it good? It's like is a sci-fi should... modern fantasy. Oh, it's it's oh, a buddy shit. cop film, like but one of the my... cops is an orc, yeah. and the other cop is Will Smith. I'm not kidding. Well, I'm I'm writing this down right now, <laughs> dude. We'll just watch it. Yeah, right, it's watch it's it. it's bright. It's on Netflix. Right. It's, it's pretty decent. Sweet. Yeah, yeah. It was it was fun ride. Fun ride. It's yeah. the film itself was pretty frenetic and it was all over the place. Elves, it, wands, it, yeah. If anything, oh, yes. I felt I felt that it just got collapsed under the weight of its own lore because it's a movie trying to establish a lot of lore. It did a lot all of world at once, right? Yeah. And uh, and it didn't really take its time with any of it. No, right? no. They they rushed the gun. Positional on onslaught of lore. It, it was. Yeah. You know what? Totally. It, it was it was an onslaught. Yeah. It was one of those things that it needed to be a show not a movie you're right yeah yeah it would have been better as a show yeah. that's all it was that's all so it was. uh it could be something they turn into uh television property later on that'd so be smart we'll yeah we'll see at this point like, like i've always said at this point unless you're like trying to hammer down the doors uh, like a studio to make like a really nice movie to come out like get an oscar stuff like that mm-hmm. you should just be making a show yeah because if, especially if you're doing world world building like i mean if it's just like hey we're gonna make another rom-com set on yeah. earth normal modern whatever then fine, don't bother, make a movie. And they can take a movie budget yeah. and break it down and make really good episodes. If you have a $100 million budget for a movie and you want to make 10 episodes, $10 million an episode is like what they spend on Game of Thrones now. I was yeah. say you know that. what I mean? So you could make amazing television for that amount of money. Yes. Like, yeah. Im- imagine if they tried to smash Game of Thrones into a movie. How ridiculous of an onslaught of family awful. names. It would be awful. Yeah. We would have already forgotten about it. Yeah, yeah. yeah we would have already forgotten. There would be so really much like going under the road. Game of what, lol? That so, thing was terrible. Just like with Dark Game Tower, of names. Right? Just like yeah. with Dark Tower. They tried to cram multiple storylines into the one movie, and, and it and just Dark flopped. Dark Tower it, flopped. It, yeah, yeah. Because of that. Which, if it which was sucks. A show, if it was a show, it yeah. would have been fun. Yeah, so I love... I personally love Roland. the books. I love the comics of Dark Tower. So good. Do the gunslinger. Yeah. Amazing. I was going to bring up something. I won't get touch it really lightly, because I know it's an article yeah. here what is it but uh if they had done the same thing for the umbrella academy uh it would be terrible yeah yeah so it's true it's true yeah. umbrella academy would not be good if it was crammed into just a movie format. i got a couple hilarious jokes we'll, we'll talk about that okay cool cool and then uh next bit of news coming up uh speaking of films uh james gunn is set to direct suicide squad 2 on the heels of that announcement, which is really cool, because obviously Excellent. James Gunn recently being fired by Disney oh slash Marvel from uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy over tweets from what twenty 
2008? So no I, way. I want to get this straight. So Warner, Warner Brothers is essentially bringing in Gunn. Yeah. That's what I'm hearing. Yeah. So this is amazing for a couple of reasons. One, Gunn's brilliant oh, when it comes to making movies. Fucking amazing. Guardians really of the Galaxy good. should not have been the hit that it was. Right. Oh, he did so, a fantastic job on yeah. that movie. Yeah. So, okay, Suicide Squad needs... Somebody to uh, dig it out and resuscitate it. I was going to say just resuscitate it. <laughs> so, well, here's the crazy thing. Wow, so, a couple couple bits of news. Late breaking news. Jared oh. Leto's out as Joker. He's not coming back as the Joker. That's not necessarily good news, but not necessarily bad news either. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah. like he was an eye rolly Joker, I think, but I think he, with given enough time and development, he could have been good. Yeah, so he's mm-hmm. out. And then on top of that, so this is interesting, and I don't think these two things are related. I think this is more related to James Gunn directing, but Margot Robbie is coming back as Harley Quinn now. And That's originally, true. she was mm. not going to come back for Suicide no. Squad too. No way. Why would she do that? Why would she? But no, with a, with a name short like shorts. Yeah, maybe it was me the, too. Yeah, I'm yeah, tired I, of short shorts too. Yeah, Damn. <laughs> it's not the shorts. <laughs> oh, shit, sorry, sorry. <laughs> maybe it was. I don't know. Your short uh, shorts maybe. look really good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You should keep that up. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Uh, but I was gonna say this actually gives me uh, a warm, fuzzy <laughs> feeling for WB, just in the in in the sense that they are able to look at the situation that happened with Gunn and Disney and be like, that's kind of ridiculous. It is kind of ridiculous. Because, like, yeah, like, like I've said before, like, sure, somebody does something bad, all right, fine, but when they recuperate and and uh, redeem themselves, you should acknowledge that and yeah. move on. The only, the only way you could make movies that have as much heart as Guardians of the Galaxy, the, those two films did, is if you have a lot of heart. Yeah. So that's it. Simple as that. So James Gunn's a great guy. He made some really off-color tweets that, that were meant as jokes taken not as jokes right mm-hmm. back in like uh, yeah. must have been like 2010 or 11 back when he did it so but obviously some Al- people almost are, a decade yeah yeah and so I, I don't even think they were on his account anymore i think people were going back in the way back machine and, archives, and, and yeah. digging stuff up right so I, I think that's what's happening here so uh people if, if you're on the internet now or in social media just know if you post anything chances are that can be brought up later even if you delete it so just don't post anything you'll regret yeah later well, on that's actually one mm. thing a lot of people say was like well i deleted it uh, no that's no true. it doesn't people, mean anything. people take snapshots and archive yeah. these things yeah yeah so mm-hmm. you will get just found like, out totally just, just even, like clips and twitch it's gonna yeah. be there forever <laughs> it'll <laughs> forever, be forever be able to be found yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. no matter yeah. how many times youtube takes it down it will come it back probably being yeah. made fun of on reddit so <laughs> exactly <laughs> it will posted always be on reddit, reddit. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> there are there are information files that uh as in the like people who really like gathering information yeah info files i don't know what you'd call them no i think, uh, I think that's right. info files that yeah. Sounds, yeah uh they will literally buy they will sink their life savings into buying servers and store internet archive data on it so if you're thinking there's nobody who does that there's a lot of people who that's do. wild yeah. That's wild, man. Yeah. Whoa. So don't post anything online. But anyway, he got rehired yeah. by WB. James Gunn is back <laughs> in, so I'm pretty excited yes. about that. So big news for Suicide Squad 2. I will actually go and see it now. So moving out of movie news. Actually, one more bit of movie news. I'll probably tie into this now. Supported in the last week that principal photography has wrapped up on Star Wars Episode Nine. Yep. No word yet on whether Whoa. that's going to end up being... Two films or one film, probably one film it looks like at this point since there hasn't been anything else to come out about it. It was sort of wrapped up, I want to say J.J. and John Boyega, who plays Finn in the series, J.J. obviously the director, yeah. actually posted a photo of the three principal actors. So you have you have your Ray, Finn, and Poe, played by uh, Daisy Ridley, John Boyega, and uh, Oscar Isaac, all sort of embracing in the photo, right? And it must be on set. Um, I don't know if it's spoiler or not. They, they, don't, you don't... they don't have Kyle there? No, no, which maybe is the spoiler. I don't know. 
But uh, they don't always film movies in in the direct order of no, no, the I scenes know. that yeah. take place, right? So it might have just been mm-hmm. the last day on, on that particular set, right? They just all happened to be there together. But yeah. they, it, they were saying that was the last day of principal, principal photography for those actors. Yeah, drivers right? may not have been on set. That's, that's entirely possible. So pretty wild. Uh, pretty wild that we're finally there. Um, we're, we're like 10 months away from this film at this point, and uh, we don't even have a title yet. We don't even have a title. That's good. You know why? JJ's piloting it. That's true. He keeps that show under wraps so well. But for episode seven, they revealed the title in December of 2014. The movie came out in December 2015. And then I think for episode eight, they waited until Star Wars uh, Celebration down in uh, Florida. Mm-hmm. So I'm pretty sure they waited for that. So I think they're probably waiting for that this year. Realistically, it's like less than two months away at this point. Yeah. So by the time we get the title and probably the first teaser for the film. Uh, so, I, you know, I can wait. So I trust in JJ. I trust. Yeah, I think yeah. he's gonna do a good job. <laughs> yeah, we'll get so, it. We'll get it. In May. He's he's excellent at heights. Building. May the fourth, right? Uh, be with is you. it gonna be? Usually, this I think year? it's in April. Is it? Yeah, I think it's usually in April. So. They do make announcements on May the fourth, though. So be aware they do. Of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. This is I true. think we got the announcement for Rebels. I think was on May the fourth. That's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I do recall. Premiere. I don't remember which one. One, one of the two. One of the two. I do remember. Yeah. All right, so getting into some gaming news here. We'll, oh. we'll kick it off with some some of the lighter stuff and get into some of the heavier stuff. Actually, no, I got more movie no. news. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> uh, uh, right, we're going to yeah, rewind, yeah, rewind that yeah. and movie news. <laughs> so what? I think this is the last <laughs> bit of movie news. This is what I'm talking about, man. So news heavy this episode. All right, hit the last news bit of movie that. news. Yeah. This is it. So Hasbro has announced on the heels of the success of the Bumblebee movie, the Bumblebee movie does now represent the beginning of a new Transformers series in film. So they're saying, wow. So they're sort of, the movie's already out. They didn't say it before. They're retconning it now and say, yes, this is the beginning of a new series. So, and obviously in this one, they moved more toward traditional design. They moved more toward a a very focused storyline and not so grandiose, right? Where, you know, China's getting blown up or Chicago's getting blown up or something like that. Or, or, uh, insert major city being blown up. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) So, but, uh, where they took a huge universe that, like the Marvel Cinematic Universe and they Ant Man did in the sense, like, Ant Man 2 was just about a focus story true that's why a lot of people liked it though right it yeah. wasn't so like end of the universe all the time yeah. you know like god damn yeah we have enough end of the universe stuff happening like <laughs> my understanding is like artistically it wasn't a major departure from the first five films that it they've already done the last two with mark Wahlberg, obviously uh but hopefully the last night was the last night was the le- name of the last transformers movie that came out with mark Wahlberg, and it basically was focused in like Transformers, but also Arthurian lore, and yeah, it was just well, I mean, all they, over the place. They've been dipping for a while, right? There was yeah. the, whole, the moon landing thing. Oh yeah, that's right. Oh that's yeah, right. yeah, yeah, dude. dude they were that. all over. The, it was almost like two movies running concurrently in the same movie. Basically, Transformers are from everywhere. Yeah, yeah, and can't get away from them. And a Transformer yeah. was also Merlin. That see, even yeah. there they you ma- go. <laughs> Transformers made magic. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, well, but I mean, magic was magic actually to technology. To explain their tech, you need magic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. And, yeah, it was actually just, like, technology, and <laughs> humans were just too stupid to understand it. So, King yeah. Arthur. <laughs> everyone thinks it's magic, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And Excalibur so, is a real sword that can defeat Transformers if you're a man. The Excal- thing is, like... Excalibur, fun fact, Excalibur was, like, pressure pushed into the stone yeah. by a Transformer. That's why oh, no man that's why can pull it out. out. It's machine placed oh. in there. <laughs> <laughs> and then, is that actually, is that actually true? That this, uh, fun, fun fact. And Arthur had Boy. hydraulic lift arms. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he was a transformer. Oh my god. We need to go back. We're gonna we need a movie. Thing. We need a movie about 
called Knights of the Round Table. And it's a Transformers movie. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Starring Mark Wahlberg. It's going to be in it. Mark We got more movie news. We no, got there's, no more, there's no more movie news or dumb movie news. So actually, this is the only just, gaming just news. Just go, go to the top of the list. Just so, dude, so late breaking news here. Actually, not late breaking news. came out a couple days ago. But look, so this is probably the first place you're going to hear a lot about it. But uh, Bully 2 is officially a thing. So for our UK listeners, that's Canis... Uh, what is it? Canis Canum Edit, which is Doggy Dog in Latin. So, but Bully yeah. 2 by Rockstar is a thing. So there's been some leaks this week that have all but confirmed that it is in production, although early production, uh, because there was some casting calls going on for Pinewood Studios in London. Yeah, er, er, early post-production. Early post, yeah, early. yeah. So basically, at this point, because you would the, imagine a lot of the assets for the game are already complete. So character models, you know, maybe portions of the world, things like that. But what they're going to try and do now is uh, act the actual acting mocap, uh, voiceover stuff like that for the game. Hmm. So that's all going to start like soon. Uh, but basically, they were casting for seven roles. Uh, some of the roles were youths, so like uh, preteen and teenagers. Sounds a lot like it's going to be a bully game because that takes place in like a boarding school. There's teacher roles they're trying to hire for as well. So for teachers, they said people who are like professors, right? Yeah. Should 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 be applying for these roles. So it could as well. be a college slash university version of the. It'd game. It'd be interesting if they that follow. I don't cool. remember what the kid's name was from the first one, but it'd be interesting if they do follow the same characters from the first one. Could be. So could could move into Just that. Just going from um, what from secondary to post secondary. Tough in today's environment to pull off, uh, like a secondary school. Or primary oh, school you know aged game. You know what? I uh, would yeah, yeah. be I surprised if this is the first time we see Rockstar have a lead female character. That would be cool. That would be very, very cool. That would, that would, dark. That would turn it on this its situation head. That would, would be, be nice. Dark. That would turn it on its head. That would be dark. Yeah, it would be cool, though. It would be really, really cool. So, because obviously uh, bullying and, and being bullied, although not cool in real life, is the thing in the fantasy world, but, but I think there's probably going to be uh, a fair amount of pushback against this game when it does drop, uh, if it drops in the form that, that I think it will. Yeah, which... but Rockstar doesn't give a fuck. So they don't, they don't answer anybody. Battle. They they really <laughs> they really don't. You're right, and they make absurd amounts of money because they don't. But it's a little bit different than Grand Theft Auto. And that Grand Theft Auto is expected to be really just over the top and crude hunt. and lewd and all these awesome true, things. True. But uh, but bully in in the environment that it originally came out in, I think uh, the the sort of political environment, I, I think was probably a safe. And it got it got some pushback back then, so I can't even imagine how much it would get now. Oh, uh, I think it'll get a ton so of pushback now, but I think it'll also be one of the it'll be heralded as a fantastic game if they pull it off. Yeah, and I don't have any doubt in my mind that they will. Yeah, and Rockstar is good at writing characters who tread lines, do. so he could be a bully, but he could also be fighting, you know, on behalf of the kids who are getting bullied. I don't know. It, so. It'll be interesting to see what they do because Rockstar, while they've maintained kind of the tongue in cheek, uh, almost kind of fart jokey. Uh, gameplay that they have, they also have matured, and you can see that a lot in GTA 5 and Red Dead 2, which GTA especially was a jokey game at first. Yeah. And then became very serious. True. And became very good. 
and obviously Red Dead, mm-hmm. very serious. Yep. Very good. Yeah, very, mm-hmm. very grim. But, so, but still yeah, had moments where there was like there was clear dipshittery going on. Yeah. No, I, I I read up on what happens at back end of the story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's pretty intense. I'm, I'm it's actually I'm actually intense. at the Brutal. last bit coming up here, so don't say anything. Just okay, yeah, okay, we won't say anything then. So yeah. don't don't listen to him. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that that's big news. Uh, the roles are being reported as roles that will include a bit of profanity, uh, which is probably part for the course Makes for Rockstar sense. games. Yeah, it's, so. a, it's part of the course of being a teenager. <laughs> so, well, exactly. True. So that's what we're going for is the, real, is the realism. So the news is broken by Rockstar Intel, which is a, a site dedicated to learning and disclosing details related to uh, upcoming Rockstar projects. They were the first ones to leak it. And they basically said, uh, we have reason to believe that casting calls related to Rockstar Games' upcoming Bully 2 have been released uh, by casting director, who is not disclosing much information about the title or developer, as is expected. But uh, but it is being a game obviously made by Rockstar North, if it is in production, which is in Scotland. So it would make sense that yep. they were filming this at, uh, at Pinewood Studios, doing the mocap at Pinewood. I mean, yeah, this sounds like it's got all the flavorings of Bully on it. Oh, yeah. And oh, I mean, yeah. it's it, this is something though that they've been. There's been some leaks, uh, leading up to this too, about around game design stuff like that too. Okay. Where people have been hired on because they're specialized in certain areas, and uh, <clears throat> there's a couple of channels that follow um, Rockstar very yeah. closely, and they picked up on the bully thing a while ago. It'd be interesting too because I haven't heard of good. any copyrights put through or anything like that at all either so it was a while ago oh it was a while ago okay yeah yeah Yeah, that's what that's mainly what they were going on yeah um but yeah we'll see some uh we'll see some stuff in game design normally it'll start with uh the creators doing a lot of like uh script writing story writing but also building a lot of what's called assets this is like the world it takes place in character models item models things like that so a lot of the work is done far far before uh they start doing mocap and things like that in fact the acting uh, and sort of tying that into the characters in the game is some of the last stuff that takes place. Yeah. So in game development, so uh, along with the scoring, so yeah, it'll be interesting to see where this goes. Uh, for our UK listeners, that is Canis Kingdom Edit. Uh, for everybody else, is Bully Two. So we are breaking the story here big time, and uh, <laughs> I'm pretty excited. Slightly ahead of the ball for once. Slightly <laughs> ahead of the ball for once. <laughs> Ronan Geek. And then uh, last bit of news we have to talk about is just going to be in regards to Apex Legends. There's been a lot of memes, memes? about Apex. Oh yeah. And Apex killing Fortnite online and all these crazy things going Damn. on. Which, yeah, so they're, they're, they're going hard. Oh, they're going hard, shit. right? You know, so memes are a direct a correlation thing. to power. I think memes are, are PR at this point. That's all they are. Oh, totally. <laughs> totally, yeah. And it's 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 pretty dramatic. Like, people people are buying into the narrative, I think, in, in large part. Which will actually cause it to be true, which is yeah. weird. How that Watching that happen on the internet is hilarious. People buy into their own hype. And own memory, which is yeah. fantastic because yeah. it's like you've never seen a beast like that before. Well, look at it this way: so the game's been out for about a week and a half. Okay, yeah. so at this point, uh, on on my last read, it looked like Fortnite was up to a sixty million player base. Mm-hmm. However, Apex, in just what ten or eleven days now, yeah. is actually up to twenty five million player base with wow. up to two million people playing simultaneously, and it has overtaken League of Legends. Whoa. Wow, that's on, on Twitch. So Whoa. there is an wow. absurd amount of attention to money being wrapped up into this right now. So you better believe that the that the main players, whoever they are playing this on Twitch, are getting lots of money from people watching. Oh, it's shit. become it's become a new major phenomenon. Honestly, the trends <gasps> tend to follow the money and where it's going. Uh, on on the tail of this as well, there's news that uh, Ninja has actually lost up to ninety percent of his base uh, in in the last year. 
So you Whoa. need to try. There's actually a petition out there. They're trying to keep guys like Ninja and PewDiePie from streaming Apex. <laughs> so they don't want them on it. All these players. That's funny. Which is hilarious. So, um, which I'll never, just for the record, I will never understand the, the fascination with PewDiePie. I think he's about the most boring dude who's ever done anything on the internet. I don't. Like, I am, I am mm-hmm. shockingly bored by him. Like, really? it is. He is so boring. Like, how is anyone entertained by the guy? I just don't think that he's just not really focused to your age group, probably. Yeah, I mean, he's, I mean, he's a, not really he focused a, to mine either, but I'm like, he has an odd more, energy. Yeah, yeah. I'm far more easy to please, but no, yeah. like, uh. Well, I, I need to hear at least a few dick jokes. No, th- there's. Like, per episode. Yeah, no, he's got he's got more. Like, I supplies that. I don't, <laughs> like, don't get me wrong. I'm not defending him in the sense like I watch him. Like I, I've watched him a few times. Yeah. But I, like I mean, it's just it's like saying like, oh hey, I don't like um, Twilight. It's like well, yeah, it wasn't made for you. <laughs> okay, that, yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, like, you know That's what I mean. True. So. Uh, I get it. Yeah, I just don't think I he's get... original or interesting. And, and, yeah, that's and fair. I think his house is boring. He's always filming this house. I'm always like, well, if you have as much money as this guy does, why would you have such like, a boring house? It's just boring. Everything yeah. about it is boring. Fair <laughs> enough. I'm like, you got, you got what? The Logan Wait, Paul he kid out there. He's out there poking dead bodies. You got, you got you know, this guy. He's not doing nothing, man. He's not doing nothing. He's boring. <laughs> and what is he? He's after like he's after like seven hundred million followers or something. I don't know. Whoa. I don't know. It's some absurd number that he's trying Damn. to get to. But yeah, it's yeah, crazy. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, enough about ranting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, but that's it for uh, that's that's it for this news segment. Now we'll get into what we've been playing and watching. On the, on, the, on the purple. No, 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 just mix them both together. So we gotta, we gotta talk about it. We can get a Gatorade sponsorship. We're made if we get a Gatorade sponsorship. Yo, a little shout out to my boys at G2 Gatorade. Quenching my thirst this entire episode. I was a purple fan. I was a grape fan. And I still am. But now, orange... Those boys in the orange lab, give those boys a promotion, G2. The, the electrolytes are so the, the, good in they the put, They stopped so many electrolytes in this bottle, so I can't believe So many electrolytes. It. All right, please give them a promotion, all right? Oh, and so us a good. sponsorship while you're so at good. it, you know. I love those if guys. If you're feeling generous. I love those. The orange guys. <laughs> Great guys. Great guys. So, yeah, we'll get into what we've been playing, what we've been watching. I don't even uh, think I can see their dick so far, you guys. are God, you're lifting so Like, Jesus. Gatorade for life. <laughs> So close, I had to slap it out of the way. <laughs> How are you talking to the microphone? <laughs> the that's, that's, that's not the microphone you're talking. Like Pepsi or Coke? Who owns it? Who owns it? I think it's Coke. It's Pepsi. It? No, it's Pepsi. Oh, Coke. It is Pepsi. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Coke does uh, power. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're so uh, yeah. You want you want to go ahead and kick it off, Rob? The dick sucking. No, 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 no. We'll be playing and watching. <laughs> Uh, Gatorade. There really wasn't a a hard stop there, so that's that's my. So I cover two of those things that you got there, so I'll wait on those. Okay. Okay. Cool. Cool. Um, We're um, on the same page. That's good. Battlestar Deadlock. Been playing some of that. Okay. What's that? Um, Battlestar Galactica uh, combat. I think it's the first Cylon War. Interesting. Um, I don't know. I got to go back and uh, figure out where where it's at. Though it sounds like it's more kind of like when the show starts up like the war that happens back in the in Capricorn space okay so it takes place over caprica no just caprica pycon oh okay uh, i was just i just delivered the uh, athena to pycon okay okay it's their battle star yeah yeah and uh yeah so tactical rts uh very it's uh it's partitioned into like 
uh, turns, like how you would play a tabletop game. Yeah. But it's digital. So you make your plans, and then you hit play, and everything plays out, and then it pauses, and then you make your plans again. Okay. So it's like you're directing turrets and stuff like that. You're repairing subsystems. It's pretty interesting stuff. That's cool. Mm. That's really cool, actually. I, I think so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, if you're not a tactical person... Or in the Battlestar. Yeah. Or in a Battlestar. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. If, you know. if you're not a Battlestar, if you're like Star Trek or... Sure. Star Wars and you like the space combat stuff, sure. you like it. Yeah, yeah. Battlestar... Yeah, Battlestar, I, I probably like as much as Star Trek, especially based on the series like we were talking about last time. Yeah. So I didn't know there was even a new game, though. That's cool. It's not cool. Uh, technically a new game. Yeah. Uh, it just took me a while to get my hands on I it. I gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Steam. It's worth still picking up. Okay. How much did you get it for? 16 bucks. Oh, okay. So it's even, like, on sale. Yeah. Okay. Actually, I think you can do, like, 30 to get all the DLC, too. Okay. Which is worth it. Sounds worth it. Yeah. 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 Hmm. Very cool. Oh, and there's a multiplayer, so if you get it, let me know. Yeah, very cool. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. What else? Ooh, okay, so also some Kingdom Hearts, saw some Umbrella Academy. Oh, I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll, let you, I'll let you talk about those things mostly. But, okay, very good. Um, I did some of that. Uh, obviously some Res Evil, but I'll the let... The new DLC came out for yeah. Resident I'll, Evil. I'll let Austro oh, really? that, because that, oh, that's his Okay, well, well, we're getting yes. us with tales of the new DLC. Yeah, oh, so uh, the, the DLC is actually pretty awesome from what I understand. It's a free DLC, okay. which is nice. Uh you get to play as three new characters. I forget their names because I only tried it a couple times. But basically, the story it's called the Ghost uh, Stories, and it's characters that die in the original storyline. Hmm. What would happen if they survived? So in yeah, the one situation, uh, the one girl I forget her name, but she, fans will know uh, she gets drugged and killed by the sicko police chief. Okay. And in this situation, she kills the police chief before oh, he cool. goes all crazy evil. Very cool. And then you play her story. And in one situation... Her, her getting out, yeah. Does, does it take place out. in the same it does. setting they, as the other two characters from the main different game? Different levels. They take parts of the of the world that they developed for the game and yeah. put you there to take care of it. Um, it's not like a mystery finder like you have in the original Resident Evil where you find a key and then look at it and do this. It's just all gumball machines that have weapons and backpack zombies that when you kill cool. them, they drop stuff to cool. keep going. So That's it's awesome. like a run and gun. A little more arcadey. Exactly. That's awesome. Yes. You know what it yeah. is? It's, it's speed run masturbation. Oh, yes, they're going to really love is. it. They're going to love it. It's yeah, that sounds for perfect for, for speed run. That's what they are. Yeah. That's what they are. They're, they are perfect for speed run. Oh, that's cool. That's really cool. Then. Yeah. So and and because there's like they're straight them. they're linear sprint, uh, sprints. Yeah, good yeah. old Capcom. They're so good at taking their games and kind of making them accessible to so many different crowds. Speedruns are also becoming more and more popular lately. Yeah. You're seeing a lot more games being speedrun. Yeah, um, and it's it's been picking up. Well, it's an so. easy thing you can hold the world record in, right? And there's so many games out there. Uh, yeah. So that oh, obviously yeah. you can you can get people, practice and get really really good at. So. People break them down like crazy. Yeah. Like I watch Dark Souls speedrunners yeah. and they do ridiculous moves that would ruin the entire run if they mess it up and it's just natural to them. Wow. That's like if you, if anyone knows uh back in uh you know Dark Souls days, you know Blight Town, you know that place, it's brutal, it takes forever to get through. Watch a speed run, they literally just jump down all Bl- Blight Town and survive and just That's drop amazing. Down. Yeah, yeah, they drop down, catch a little piece of wood, drink, yeah. drop down, make the thing and then they beat the whole dungeon that took me 17 hours That's to That's crazy. Yes. I saw Breath of the Wild and what they're doing is they find a rock on the side of the cliff, on the main area where you start. Yes, and, and they, they do the super glide. Yeah, and they do a super glide. They do the, I can't remember they, how they do it. Oh, they, they, they have to, they have to at least get through like the third, uh, uh, what do you call it? Like the third challenge. Yes. Up, up, up on the plateau, so they get stasis. Yes. And then once you have stasis, yeah, they, they hit you the rock. You can hit the rock over and over yeah, and over and again and drop bombs. And they fly on it to and... 
the castle and jump off and glide like, jump from up there. And, like go right into the window and then fight Ganon. It's crazy. It's That's crazy. hilarious. Yeah, yeah no, seriously. So yeah, they, yeah. they can beat it like eight we'll minutes. It eight minutes is like the speed run at this point. Like it's oh, crazy. Literally, That's hilarious. Getting that perfect trebuchet launch. Yeah. To get you into like like it's, yeah. a, it's as if you, the main character like put himself in a trebuchet, launched him, and hoped exactly. he hit right in the window. Right of the big the bat. window. Yeah. <laughs> it's so good. Cheats. Yeah, it's pretty wild. But but I mean, you can right. The idea being like, okay, well, I mean. You know, you can get off the plateau and just run there. It'll take you a lot longer to do that. Yeah. But uh, but by the time you get there, obviously, then you have to fight Ganon, Things. Calamity Ganon. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's very a difficult bunch, if you, if you don't have a lot of good stuff. So I even, uh, like, he's even reduced by, what, like a third or half of his health if you've uh, completed all the Divine Beast quests yeah. throughout the game as well, right? So there's there's a lot of ways throughout, as you play the game, you can weaken Calamity Ganon before you fight him. But if you go fight him pure with, like, nothing no, but... With no gear? Like, whatever they got, they got a stick or something. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just you it's crazy. You got frame and everything. They pull it off? Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, it's so nuts. Actually, you know, I think they use bombs a lot because bombs are one of the things you unlock yeah, right away, right? So they're always using yeah. that. Yeah. Pretty wild. So, no, it's cool. It's cool about yeah, I love speedruns like that. I'm not as big a fan of speedruns where they just clip... And go to the last. Yeah, room. that yeah. is like I understand. There's a ton. Doesn't of skill happen a lot anymore. Now that, that as games get better and better and more sophisticated, I think True. it's happening less and less. But certainly from back in the day, you know, your especially N64, PS1, PS2. Yeah, like you know, Doom days, you era. could like clip out of the level yeah, and just yeah. run to the the see a square in the distance and you pop right. in. It's the end of the level. And it's and, the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's that like, stuff hit, I don't hit like. The end but key at the end of the Doom level from yeah. behind the the wall. And then, yeah, and then go to the area. So, you but they can, they justify it by saying like, okay, but this is the original game the way it was built. Yeah, you know what I mean. So yeah. wh- whether the developer meant for this to be the way that you do it or not, obviously there was speed done. running back then. Yeah, but if they if they actually do an official patch for that, they'll be speedrunners. They'll do it. They'll be like post this patch. Yeah, so then it'll be a new set. Of right, speedruns. right, right, right. Yeah. True, true. Like uh, the original Dark Souls, there's a glitch where you can go fight the boss in four minutes. Yeah, you can glitch it where you get up and you're at the last bonfire just by logging out a certain point. That's just nuts. Like, and the new one you can't do what that. A way to so play there's it. the old one, and there's a there's an old world record that you know that's not supported anymore. And then there's right new ones that don't have that wow. anymore. It's, it's called crazy, the Clean Skip. It's crazy. So Resident Evil Two uh, DLC just Good came stuff. out, and then uh, what else? What else have you been up to? Uh, lately, I've been throwing back to uh, Rocket League. Shout out to my oh, boys in Rocket nice. League. Nice classic, man. Yes, Rocket League. yes. Okay. Uh, okay. For all the other people who love driving and soccer and those things together. Well, you played on PC. I played on PC. Okay, yeah. Cool. You know, just just trying to be like the pros. You know, trying to be like my boy Cronovi, trying to be like like uh, Cooksier and uh, Jazer, my boy Jazer. None of that makes any no, sense no, to me whatsoever. Moi Moi, the Moi Moi gang. These are people. Uh, <laughs> these are these are all the best players in the world. I'm oh just uh, just name dropping over yeah, here yeah. To, make it, to tell the world that I am a nerd in this situation. <laughs> I know what I'm talking about. I believe you. Yes, yes. I 100 no, believe uh, you. If you haven't tried it, it's like a 15 dollar game now, and it's it's basically a physics engine where you drive cars and play soccer. Yeah, it's great. That's yeah. good. That's good. Oh, uh, I've been playing Anthem. Ooh, what have you been playing? Uh, Anthem. Okay. Yeah. Tell me about Anthem. So yeah. uh, good, bad. <laughs> Ugly. <laughs> um, yeah, it's not great news. Uh, the game has been uh, lackluster. To Did be they honest. release Apex to just overshadow a poor release of Anthem? That'd be really. That's funny. what I've been thinking. No, I don't think that's the case though. But that'd be funny though. Hmm. I honestly think that they thought it was going to be the other way around. Yeah. I think they thought that Anthem was going to do really well. Maybe at least until they got their initial uh, critic reviews. Yeah. Like, well, or their interior reviews, maybe. 
Because like the thing is with Anthem, it's just like it's Destiny. If you had an, uh, a lackluster War Machine shoot suit yeah. on, yeah, it's really what it is. That can Which, also fly. Yeah, well, War Machine, right? Because I'm saying Iron Man, but just guns. Yeah. yeah. Um. So it's really just you going point A to point B. You fight things. You have some new moves. You get some new gear. Like if you've played Destiny, it's literally like that. Except it's an that it's third thing. person. So like EA must have kicked in development of Anthem. Like a long, long time ago, right? Long time ago, well, it was, when, it was when Destiny our... was a was the big thing. But since then, Battle Royale has become the thing. Well, I don't know because here's the thing, right? Is that uh, Anthem was in development um, when Andromeda bombed. This this is true. Yeah, uh, it was a different section of Bioware. Because Bioware, yeah, yeah. And so <laughs> if then we had Anthem build up, build up, build up. Yeah, we had some of the FPS stuff was coming in, but Anthem is still a third-person shooter. I know it doesn't sound like it's a big distinction, but there is a distinction there. Yeah, you're right. Um, and it was a new IP, and I think that they were capitalizing on the uh, success of a third-person shooter that mm-hmm. uh, Mass Effect set. Yeah. And on a new Alien World, new new IP, new stuff, kind of go from there. Yeah. Here's, uh, I think it's because a lot of the people who were like the big like chieftains behind the lore of... Um, Mass Effect have departed the company now. Okay, so all of the people who are there don't know it as well as those people. So, did. Who, but who who's this for? What audience is this for? Is this for the Destiny audience? This or is, is this for the Mass Effect audience? Both. Okay, it's for both. So they thought they were going to capture people. They from both. thought they were going to okay. capture both. Okay. I don't think. They but the did. people who are falling out of either one of those are going to battle royale games at this point. So Apex Legends being sort of principal among them. No, I don't think that that's completely true though. Because a lot of story uh, content is what people are. No, after. you're right. You're right. Yeah. So story like content. I understand what wh- wh- you're saying as far as the shooter crowd. Yes, for yeah. sure, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. there. Um, but for the crowd looking for a story, went to Anthem, and I think that as Anthem releases up to the full public. Uh, over these next few days, because I got early access with the Origin yeah, yeah. access thing, whatever. Yeah, comes out next week. Very cool. Or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And so as that happens, we're we're gonna just see it pretty much either it's either gonna pop because yeah. they haven't patched the stuff in time for the for the public release, right? Right. Or it's not. And if it pops, we could that could be the end of Bioware. Yeah. Yeah, um, I think you're right. I think um, you're right. But they have hinted there's more Mass Effect in the works. They've hinted that, but and, that's and there's only... currently a Dragon, Dragon Age... Uh, okay, yeah, so oh, that... Dragon Age? Yeah, I can't remember what they call it. I can't remember if they numbered it or what, but there yeah. is a Dragon Age currently in production. And it's supposed to, like uh, supposedly it has nothing to do with Inquisition. It's supposed to be something new. Yeah, that's correct, yeah. Um, yeah stop picking other people with magic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I don't think that's going away. Um, so, yeah, we'll get some new Dragon Age stuff, and I think that that could be really, really, really good. They'll probably do the first Blight, I'm going to assume. Probably. I would think that yeah. that's what they're going to do. They're going to play or it safe, certainly. They're going to, yeah, they're going to play. They're going to place their cards somewhere there, mm-hmm. or they'll do the second blight, just a different area. Yeah. yeah. Um, but we will probably see if anything from Mass Effect. It'll be a return. I don't think they're going to do Andromeda anymore. I think too much bad blood there. Yeah, too much bad press. But to be honest, I, I think it all depends on uh, on how things go over this next while. Because if it, if Anthem does not do well, honestly, yeah. these, these games just gotta. I don't know. All these games, you just gotta just jump on the bandwagon and do a battle royale mode. It doesn't matter what game you are. Mass Effect battle royale. Look, look, at, Tetris. look at Tetris. Tetris battle, battle royale. royale. Case like, in point. I was. That's yeah. actually. I like. I like that. Let me, I'm bumping Alex. So, I'm giving Alex a bump right now. It's cool to think about uh, though because of that. Like 
how, and we'll get into it later, but like, the how genres, many other genres so or games could have a battle royale mode? Just add it in there. Like? And well, they they actually there's a couple of people I think on Reddit uh, that did a thing where they analyzed every game type and they showed how it could be made into a battle royale. Oh, that's cool! I want to see that. Um, I think it's on Reddit. I could be yeah. wrong. It might have been somewhere else. Uh, and it was it was neat because you could see how it could be fun in almost any situation. But at that point, it's like, where do you stop? It's yeah. like. Battle Royale is fun to a point. But if there was other stuff that was going on, I would have thought, like, oh, Tetris would be the most ridiculous idea. Like, I think if they, But it turned out to be a really good idea. I yeah. think if some of them did, like, a half-hearted, like, haha, we have a Battle Royale mode, yeah. that would be fun. Exactly. Something but I, like that. Like, if it becomes, like, a new mode, like how speedrunning is becoming a mode, then, okay, fine. If that's not your focus, okay. If it doesn't detract too much from what you're already doing, fine. Because, I mean, really all it is is... Hey, we have a map asset already. Yeah. Put in a bunch of spawn points and, and, have, and have the servers be able to have the capacity for multiplayer. Yeah. I'm, I'm obviously dumbing it down way too much. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but okay, fine. But at the same time, it's like you don't need everybody to be playing those games. Yeah, it's people, true. People will get bored of them. It'll yeah. happen. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we, we could do Overcooked, the, the King of the Hill game. You know the. Where you have to, where everyone has a team of four and they have to make a dish. Okay. And when you do, you eliminate another team. And oh, eventually, okay. out of the yeah, hundred yeah, yeah, cooking yeah. teams, You're right. you have one You're cooking right. team. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that's actually a really that's, good idea. Overcooked would be a perfect game for it. That's a great idea. <laughs> I like, like it. It's a, it's no, I said that to be ridiculous. Don't agree with me. No, no, no. It's actually a really good idea. It, honestly, <laughs> though, it's it's uh, it's lit. There's a, lot of different <laughs> ways, there's a lot of different ways they could go with it. Yeah. A lot of different ways they could go. 99 shots. Damn, Battle Royale. Yeah. So cool. So that's uh, yeah. Any, anything else you've been working on then? Why haven't they made a battle royale game about the the old Japanese battle royale movie where you know those those high school kids <laughs> murder each question, other? That is a question. That is a question. A lot of literally people that yeah, was yeah, yeah. the game, and they even had random loot boxes. Yeah. The, that movie, although visceral and gory, had loot boxes in it yeah. before video games. I think it'd be a, a Japan first release, and then maybe we'd get it like a <laughs> far after the fact. Exactly. So, well, yeah, exactly. no, because there was actually a point even where somebody like paid for like a sponsored uh, a weapons drop. I can't remember if it was in the first battle royale or if it was in the second or third. That's right. But the yes, only one they I ever do. saw was the first, and I think I remember that. So it might have been. In, yeah. I think it was in the first. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Where well, there's because the, there was like yeah there was the romance plot going between the two characters, yeah. and then some one of the sponsors bought a para drop for them yeah yeah a care package essentially i was like was that is that is that uh is that battle royale or is that uh mocking jay some no no talking about some well, hunger, no, they, they hunger did that, games they did it in, hun- in uh hunger games but hunger that was for like hunger eight games. items Even i thought hun- it was for eight items in hunger games i don't remember i yeah, remember yeah. that I remember. isn't there one of the crazy people who just wants to do it for fun doesn't he go in with this no, you, might be, you might be totally right i might just be crossing wires might, at this it, point see even the movies love battle royales it's a genre of its own it's an absolutely amazing phenomenon <laughs> maybe um let's see uh surgeon simulator uh, battle royale now we're, we're, <laughs> yeah, we're off the rails. We're off the rails now. All right, yeah, we're we the are off the Let's rails. The fuck so uh, what I've been playing and watching, obviously Kingdom Hearts 3 mentioned earlier, so I, I have uh, made actual progress in the game. I'm so proud of myself. I played the shit out of the gummy ship. Nice, Yeah, I played the shit out of it, man. Is your ship lit? I'll show you later. I made a custom ship. I made a full-on custom ship. It's a badass ship. I have a... Has a gold chain hanging around the front of it. I have a little dog. I have a little doggo that follows me around in space. 
it's real. It's happening. So, and I'm, I'm blowing yes. shit up. I'm yes. blowing shit up. All right, Star Fox That's style. Parts. So, are we just going <laughs> to admit online that you uh, are torturing animals in no, Kingdom no, no. Hearts? Dog goes on my team. Yeah, yeah. And he, he yeah, has, yeah, he's on my team. Tethered, tethered to your ship, hanging outside. He in space. may be tethered, and he may be flying through space. This is true. <laughs> but so. he can also survive the vacuum of space. Clearly, so. he's surviving the vacuum of space. He's been okay. So yeah. he's got like a like a helmet on. He did, he has no life support system that I can tell. Okay. Yeah. Space it might dog. be a, it might even dog be a smaller dog inside of a larger dog costume that is life support. Uh, like a, the vacuum like a space suit, but yeah. a dog goes. Yeah. It's more like a Gurren Lagon situation at that point. Could be. Could be. It could be like one of those. Uh, where, they like have, a, where they have the mechas piloting bigger mechas. Yeah, or or like a bio <laughs> suit, like in Independence Day, an right. alien inside of Ooh. another alien suit that's yes. actually a bionic MI- like fighting suit. Some MIB, you know, the yeah. little aliens control human. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He controls the man. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, so it could be that. So, but that, that's what I've been up to. Kingdom Hearts 3, I'm also in the Toy Story world. I chose to do that before the Tangled one. And, uh, man, it just, it, it blows my mind, like, how many systems they're able to work into this game. And they just, they all seem to work very, very well. So, like, gameplay systems, right? So, like, you're, you're piloting, you go from, uh, you know, a pretty standard, you know, level in, in, in Twilight Town, which is cool, where you're doing a lot of exploration and finding things, and then... Uh, then you make it up to uh, then you make it up to space and you're flying around. You can build a ship from scratch if you want to, piece by piece. Equip it the way you want to. Spend your uh, you know experience points or whatever it is the way you want to to build the ship out. Cool. And then uh, have doggos, of course, flying around with you that's, in space, which that's is fun. The goal. And then and then you go to the Toy Story world where you're toy sized and you're running around. And you're you know, mechas. Yeah, yeah. You're running it like mech the toys, gigas. shooting yeah. other mech. It's crazy. Like I'm just I'm blown away by just the sheer amount of creativity in the game. Uh, it's so cool. It also, so cool. You know what actually blows me away more than that is the fact that they get all the voice actors. Yeah, yeah. So, well, I know they. It's for, it, it's, not, yeah, it's not true. Sorry, it's not true for all of it. What Woody Woody might have not been Tom Hanks. Really, I don't think it was Tom Hanks, but Buzz Lightyear oh, definitely bad. sounded like uh, uh, Tim Allen. I think it was him. Yeah, was definitely name. sounded like Tim. And and the pig, the piggy bank was definitely whoever did that. The dinosaur definitely sounded like whoever did the dinosaur. Cool. So in, in the Toy Story world, so yeah, look, look it up in the meantime, I guess. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll get the facts going here. But, but yeah, I'm, the game is exceptional. Like it goes from. Uh, a mech versus mech, shoot them, blast them, yeah. uh, blast them up, and then you pop out of it, and you're back to using your regular yeah. skills and blinking around. And they around. didn't just make one mech. They made three mechs, and they all have different attacks, different attributes. Different specials. It's crazy. Have you, uh, did you finish Toy World? No, I'm close. I'm You're close. close? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. so... Uh, I basically beat the whole toy store at this point. Cool. So I'm just looking to finish it up, but... Oh, okay, so yeah. you're, fighting the, you're, gonna, you're on your way to the last boss. I'm pretty sure, yeah. yeah I'm the, pretty sure. You're going to enjoy the last boss of this world. It's a very cinematic, like, very big bot, like, big yeah, yeah. area to play around That's in awesome. boss fight. That's uh, awesome. Watching Rob conquer the boss fight was good. He took, like, three, four tries at it. Yeah, yeah. And then the first few times, I'm like... Yeah, What's that? I'm playing on proud. That's oh playing. okay. I'm playing on whatever easy is. So that's where I'm at. <laughs> yeah. So it's like the like, tough times, tough times. You know, fighting, fighting, fight, and then by the end of it, like his got so good at it, he's just like getting that's there, awesome. flying around, I can't wait. Doing I can't everything. wait. And then, and then I'm hitting up the Tangled World next, and then that looks like the saying. the conclusion of the first portion of the game. Cool. So yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it, man. I'm so excited. It's but, really uh, fun. Kid, Kid really Hearts fun to 3, watch. You know, I was skeptical at first, but it ended up being a really good buy. So I'm, I'm glad I got it day one. I'm glad I've had a chance to play quite a lot of it. Uh, the baby, she doesn't mind sitting and watching it, so it's, it's quite colorful. The Disney characters, so yeah, she'll, she'll sit around. and watch Excellent. it. It's funny, and there's cutscenes and stuff too. She sits and watches it like the voice any actors other cartoon. do good work. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah it's cool. The it's the cool. messages are a little bit more serious, but yeah. 
She doesn't. So I got a four month old sidekick. It's great. Excellent. You know what's funny? Uh, Woody's actually done by Jim Hanks. What? That is crazy. Yeah. So Jim Hanks, and then uh, he has two sons because there's also Colin Hanks, and then uh, yeah, yeah, interesting, very interesting. So that's that's cool bit of news. So because he does sound like him. Yeah, like I was gonna say, uh, but it doesn't sound exactly like him. It's close, yeah, close. Yeah. So the other thing that we're talking about today is uh, Umbrella Academy. Uh, what I've been playing, what I've been watching, Umbrella Academy's new new show on Netflix. So starring a um, couple couple actors in here that you, you might know. Ellen Page is one of them. So Ellen Page is in it. She hmm. plays one of the main characters in the show. Also Robert Sheehan. If you're familiar with the show Misfits from the UK, it's a show where kids inexplicably get powers in the very first episode. These misfit kids. Uh, who are doing community service, they get powers, and then it's all about how they use their powers and sort of adventures and story arcs they get involved with regarding powers. The first two or three seasons of it was extremely good, and and Robert Sheehan played one of the main guys in it. Wow. And uh, his power was that he couldn't die. So there was always sort of creative ways they were finding to kill him off, and he just kept coming back. But uh, super cool show. Super cool show for the first few seasons. I highly recommend watching it. But, uh, yeah, Umbrella Academy has definitely been shaping up. It's also got the guy who played Billy Bones in Dark Sales. His name's yes. Tom Hopper. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He plays so, uh, number one. Yeah, 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 which was really interesting. Now, maybe you know <laughs> a little bit more. Get up. Do you know a little bit more about this property? Because I'm not extremely familiar with Umbrella Academy. So it was a, was a comic? So it was a comic? Yeah. Okay, under DC, Marvel. Comic or graphic novel. Yeah, it's, it seems like it'd be a DC or image property. I don't know the property. Yeah, so we we can find out. I don't think it's CC though. Have you ever seen what they actually look like? The characters. Sorry, this is a Dark Horse Comics yeah. series. Whoa. So it's, yeah, yeah. Dark okay. Horse. That's some uh, high quality stuff right there. So no, I have seen images of the characters before. They did it. Yeah. It's a faithful job. They did a good job, I think. Well, translate these characters. I mean, the char- Some of the characters don't look anything like. Well, but they're still. But in the comics, they're so they? over the top. Yeah. But like yeah, exactly. even even with uh, what was the name Tom Hopper? Was that his name playing Billy Bones? So yeah. the or the guy who played Billy Bones. Yeah. He's so huge, and it's like over the top, but it's not like. It's it's <laughs> he, not to the point of like bulky. absurdity. Yeah, yeah. It's it's pretty crazy. Oh, uh, I thought it was a bit absurd, but oh I, yeah. I, I mean, work with what you got. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. At the same time, <laughs> yeah. No, it's it's thick. Um, the, Two C's. Uh, it's not going there. Anyway, but, <laughs> uh, so uh, so yeah. So Klaus Klaus is played by Robert Sheehan. Yeah, yeah. He's awesome in it. So good. His character is so, so over the top, but he I think he like nails it because it's just like that right amount yeah. of pathetic slash asshole. Yeah, yeah. And it's, it's basically fantastic. very similar to the character that he played in uh, in The Misfits as well. And it was mm-hmm. one of my favorite TV characters of all time. He's yeah. so good in The Misfits. If you haven't seen The Misfits, at least watch it for Robert Sheehan. So he was in the first three seasons of that. And when he left, the show picked up another famous UK actor. I don't know who it was, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, some people were familiar with him anyway. So they picked him up. And the show went on for a couple more seasons, but just never really had the magic uh, that they had with Robert Sheehan as part of it. So he left acting altogether for a time. Yeah. And then he turned up mm-hmm. in a movie a few years back, maybe like 2013, 2014, with uh, Zoe Kravitz. And then, uh, and since then, I think he's gotten back into acting. But I was really yeah. glad to see him in a role like this because it's not terribly dissimilar mm-hmm. from Misfits. In fact, I, I would I wouldn't be surprised if this show had a little bit of pedigree from Misfits uh, in terms of uh, producers or writers or something like that yeah. because it, it, the feel and the, uh, is is very similar, right? So it's very it's very fast paced, uh, and, and there's been some interesting story bits so far that they've kind of covered. I keep forgetting who he is in Misfits because I actually just started watching Misfits. 
He's, uh, let me, let me click on him here and I can tell as, you. As soon as I see the picture of him, I'm going to know. But, like, I've only literally watched, like, the first three episodes of Misfits, so. Misfits be... is good, man. It's a great yeah, show. No. A bit old at this point. A little bit older. It's enjoyable. But, yeah, no, it's it's dated. It's totally dated. Yeah, here's a slightly younger picture of him. He plays the kid who's, like, living oh, at the community center. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, yeah. Like He's the, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. I know exactly who he is now. Yeah, yeah. So very, very high energy, very positive energy. He's really fun to watch, and uh, and pretty much everything he does is kind of comic and ironic. So, yeah, yeah, really, really good character for the role. Uh, I really, really like the Misfits show though, so I was glad to see Umbrella Academy sort of featuring him as a main character in it. Also from the Misfits, just a quick shout out here, uh, Ivan Rian, so who played um, uh, not Roose Bolton, oh what's his name, Ramsey Bolton. Yes. Ramsey Bolton in Game of Thrones. Yeah. Who's the most oh, he's, despicable, he's fantastic in Misfits. despicable antagonist ever. So <laughs> it was so satisfying to see him get ripped apart by his own dogs at the end of season six. It was yeah. so good. <laughs> so good. Uh, yeah, so that was Misfits. Uh, Umbrella Academy, though, was really cool. I do like the way... So it's set, it's set in a near analog of the world we live in. So there aren't tons of characters out there that we've seen so far that just have powers that everyone's aware of so it's still sort of happening in the shadows mm-hmm. but umbrella academy is essentially about these kids who were born as super kids who were adopted by a, a very rich man who wanted to raise them and create a sort of a super team of people yeah. to protect the world so that's kind of the background of the story uh, so this guy went you know sort of country to country trying to find eccentric these super kids yeah 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 eccentric billionaire and uh and he basically just walked up to women who had had these children that he identified who were all born on the same night was that the thing? Yeah, it was, yeah. So there was a bunch of it was like forty eight women or something like that. Yeah, that, uh, all gave birth to the kids around the globe at this on the same day at the same time. Mm-hmm. And the thing is that none of these women were pregnant. Right. At that yeah, point. they were all immaculate conception type things. Yeah, they yeah. just they just all of a sudden had a kid. And That's true. Yeah, because at the beginning of the show, they showed the girl in the pool, and then she was she, normal. Yeah, she but then jumped, she was pregnant and yeah. in labor. Yeah, she. So yeah. to give you an idea, she jumps into the pool normal yep not pregnant and as soon as she surfaces she's pregnant and giving birth yeah yeah so yeah so immaculate conceptions so and then it instant immaculate conception what's that that? instant immaculate hey we got we gotta make a new word for this people of the internet it's instmaculate Insmaculate, yeah, insmaculate yeah. conception. Insmaculate conception. That's it's, instant like Jesus. It, it, and, like Jesus. and immaculate. It, it does smack you in order to reality. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's kind of, kind of does pull you away. You know, yeah, like, you know, swim, bit. you can't swim. You can't. No, you're in labor. Yeah, so exactly. Swimming is done. Swimming time is over. That's horrifying. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Being in a world where that's a thing. But if it happens to women, could it happen to a man? Imagine a world. Where Arnold Schwarzenegger was pregnant. Oh, that's a movie. That oh, it was a movie. Oh. <laughs> oh, God. All right, moving along. <laughs> so, anyway, yeah, I am liking the show so far. Um, it heats up quick, man. It heats up quick. So, one, one of the... Yeah. One of the siblings who was missing for a very long time comes back early on, and you come to find this person actually has uh, sort of uh, sort of like a phase shift ability where he can kind of travel from one place to another, dimensional shift, but he can also travel through time. So you come to find out, uh, you know, he's from a future in which the world no longer exists. So because some catastrophic thing has happened, right? And so in his, in the future, he's been able to sort of pinpoint when that happens. He comes back in time, and that's basically kind of where the show really starts to pick up is what happens. 
to create the end of the world, which they don't actually know at the beginning, which is kind of cool. So you're, you're along for the ride with them. Yeah, actually, technically, this, the show's real starting focal point is their father dies, which is the eccentric billionaire. Yes, And that's yeah. what brings them together first. They're all then, wayward. They're all wayward, shows yeah. up again. Yes. And then some of them, like, one of the girls has become, like, very famous. One of the guys is, like, an astronaut. Yeah, they're all extremes. Uh, yeah, yeah, where yeah. They, Wherever they apply themselves, they seem to excel really, really, really well. Yeah, yeah. And then, and then Ellen Page's character is someone who, uh, up to this point, you don't think has any powers. So, and and she's just become like a regular person who lives in like a like a dingy apartment. And yeah, yeah. yeah. she she's a store. She's a writer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just really interesting to see somebody with except what she writes becomes okay. reality. So, uh, Umbrella Academy. Yeah, I, uh, I saw this one coming down because I know somebody else who's a huge fan of Umbrella Academy, and they try to get me into it. And I didn't get into it, and I I feel really bad for it because I actually know that I would have enjoyed it. Shout out to that person. <laughs> yeah, so I would recommend checking out Umbrella Academy at your earliest convenience. Yeah. See what you think. See what you think. So I guess uh, we'll get into the feature section now and yes. cover Nintendo Direct news from this last week. Pretty exciting stuff. So we got a lot of Nintendo Direct news to cover today. I'm pretty excited about this. Uh, so this is kind of coming off reports that Nintendo Switch was the best-selling system of 2018, uh, even bigger than the PlayStation 4. Dang. So it was, yeah, best-selling system of 2018. So pretty excited to hear that. It certainly hasn't lost any steam in terms of sales. However, last year there was, especially toward the end of the year when we were getting Smash Brothers and kind of getting it to January when really the only big release for the new year that we knew was coming right around the corner was uh, new Super Mario Brothers U. Deluxe yeah. or whatever they named it, right? That was that was coming out for the Switch that had all the content in it from the Wii U and also uh, Yoshi, Crafty World, uh, Metroid, which we found out pretty quick in January. Unfortunately, Metroid has been uh, officially pushed back indefinitely because they had oh, scrapped no. it and restarted Metroid Prime Four, like we talked about last time. So there was a lot of questions up in the air about like, okay, so what the hell is 2019 going to be all about in terms of software for the Nintendo Switch? So thankfully, this Nintendo Direct helped us answer. All of that, and I'm no longer worried. In fact, I'm very, very excited. So it's uh, definitely, definitely going in the right direction. The good news section. I was a little bit concerned for a while there. So kind of kicking it off, and and we'll just sort of go down these topics one by one here. Um, The big ones, guys, are going to be Mario Maker 2, Link's Awakening, uh, uh, no Animal Crossing, no Metroid, really talked about either. So so these are going to be some of the themes that we go through. Uh, They'll they'll be coming, I think. They they will be. They They, they probably will. So it was presented by Yoshiaki Koizumi, who is uh, officially the, uh, and you want to take a deep breath for this one. He is the Deputy General Manager of Nintendo's Entertainment Planning and Development Division. So he's effectively the acting president and director of the Nintendo Switch, which is the largest program with the Nintendo at this point. So, damn. Here is my business card, and here is the business card that carries my title. Here's here's my business card book. (laughs) 
<laughs> that is multiple Give, pages. Gives them a business yeah. card. You just like pull this little string and it unravels and like becomes a yeah. scroll. <laughs> and, uh, and 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 Mr. Koizumi is one charming dude. So he's fun to watch on there. He's he's you can tell he's having a good time. He's a great host. He's just he's very warm. He's a very warm guy. The way he presents himself, I, the I way he presented the, the feed. It, it was it was pretty good. You should watch it. There's mm. even parts where he's like he sort of pops in and he's like, "Well, I hope you're having a good time." And here we go with the next round. You know, it's just it's really good. It's very sort of, touches like that. Yeah, nice. a little little old fashioned flair. It's very very cool. Nothing so I, I was definitely digging it. So. Um, Interestingly, Koizumi actually has quite a bit of background, and it's funny that we're now talking about uh, Link's Awakening being announced as, as a remade title, because he was actually part of the writing team for the original Link's Awakening. Ooh. So this is uh, fun. I'm actually really enjoying this. So now that we've seen a lot of that success with Resident Evil 2, we're going to start seeing a lot more remakes, I think, of the old titles. But they're going to be like remakes, not remasters, right? Because for a while we saw just remasters coming out. And remasters was, like, was a thing. Like lukewarm. Oh, that's oh. kind of cool, I guess. Yeah. If you were a diehard fan, it was great. And a lot but, of them were like uh, not even as well done as some uh, third party, you know, mods. Uh, yeah, modifiers. That's true. Yeah, exactly. Would it's, do like, it's better when first parties get into it. Exactly. They make better products. It they can, really do. It can be better, yeah. Well, I mean, Nintendo. Yeah. We're fine with Nintendo. We're good yeah. with Nintendo. So here, here's so a little bit of background of Koizumi, just so we, we haven't talked about him by name before on the podcast, so we should talk a little bit about his pedigree, where he comes from. So he was actually uh, originally put to work on the manual for Legend of Zelda Link to the Past. The as far back as 1991. So interestingly, he's been in the game for that long. Uh, he was also an illustrator for Super Mario Kart. He was uh, obviously a writer mm. for Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening, which, which we're seeing remade now. Yoshi's Island, he was a CG designer. Uh, for Super Mario 64, he was assistant director and 3D animator on that game, which is a seminal nice. title in the Mario series. On The Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time, he was the 3D system director of game design and also character uh, design and event design. This guy literally Ooh. works his way up from like the ground floor. He's he like, did, yeah. he's he like, did. you're working on the manual that we're going to include in the case for this. So, and now super, he's like, he's running there. the show. There's more. Yeah. Super Smash him. Brothers, 1999 on Nintendo 64. Original game staff. He uh, was actually the source modeler for Mario, Luigi, Link, and Yoshi on The Legend of Zelda: Majora's Mask in 2000. He was the game system director of game design, uh, character design, and event design. So similar to Ocarina of Time. Awesome. So Super Mario Sunshine. He was the director. Of that game, a much maligned Mario title that I actually love. I love Super Mario Sunshine. I'm going to say that here. He was the assistant director it. on The Legend of Zelda Wind Waker. Uh, he was the director of Donkey Kong Jungle Beat on the GameCube. He was the director of game design and story for Super Mario Galaxy. Wow. And then he was the producer on many games after that, including Super Mario 3D Land, Super Mario Galaxy 2, uh, Super Mario 3D World, Flipnote Studio 3D. And uh, the general producer then of the Nintendo Switch. So this guy worked his way up from literally manual writer for yeah. Link to the Past. So so it's fitting that he, that he's here telling us about the remake of, of Link's Awakening and all the titles coming up on the Switch. But I just thought that was a really cool... That motherfucker put in work. Dude, I, I'm telling you, <laughs> this guy is amazing. So And he's just so grind. goddamn friendly. Non-stop I really like grind. watching him. So it's pretty exciting. Good to see a nice nice guy get up the ranks over there, you know? Yeah, it's a cool thing. That's it's what Nintendo's good for. So kicking it off, uh, right off the bat, he announced uh, Mario Maker 2, which was a surprise. Uh, so obviously this draws from uh, his many eras of side-scrolling Mario history. Uh, they're bringing back for a full-fledged sequel, which is due out in June. So Mario Maker's coming to the Switch, which is one of the most requested titles that I've seen out there for the Switch to get ported was Mario Maker from the Wii U. So it's cool that we're getting that, and then some. So pretty cool. Yeah, a lot of people love running those uh, impossible levels from Mario they're Maker. Crazy. Uh, they're crazy. And people beat them. Yeah. People beat them on stream, and it's 
unreal. I don't believe so. It's interesting, like. Like, I get it when you make the level and you can beat it, but some stranger coming in and finding some extremely hard level that someone has With built. With hidden blocks and, yeah. and ghosts that chase you from the beginning, but you don't even know. Well, you can't make a single mistake or stop. Exactly. It's just constant movement. And I also like the levels I've seen people make where you just, like, at the beginning, you just give Mario a little push, and then all this stuff starts happening like a Rube Goldberg machine. Oh. And you get through the whole level, just you just watch it. It's so ingenious. That's cool. It's I have, very, to, I have cool. to definitely check that out. I'll so, have to YouTube yeah. some of that. Mario Maker is uh, coming up. Mario Maker 2 coming out for the Switch. That's going to be a big one. Uh, Super Smash Brothers Ultimate was the next topic. There's the 3.0 update. There's not a lot of updates that are named for 3.0. So in terms of the game or structure of the game or anything like that. Mm. However, there was a quick little thing about uh, Joker from Persona 5 that's obviously coming as the first uh, bonus character. If you purchase the expansion pack, he's coming as the first paid DLC character. Oh. Uh, and I think they said in April he's coming. So not too far off. Not too far off. Wow. So they gave, showed a little clip of him, though, which is really cool. So you finally got to see that. I posted that up on the Ronin Geek News Facebook page if you want to just go and check out the clip. Nice. So, yeah, yeah. Go check it out. So, uh, still no mention of Persona 5 coming to the Switch, but whatever. See, Dragon Quest Builders 2, so I don't know if you played the first one at all. Dragon Quest Builder is awesome. You played it? Huh? I've played a little bit of it. Oh, yeah, nice. Just, just a I built a it. badass city. No way. One. Hey. Crazy city. Yeah, yeah. It was <laughs> unbelievably huge. What, so. what kind of things you got attacking your cities over there? You had some dragons and stuff attacking your city? Well, it is Dragon Quest. I mean, I mean, yeah, but it, you got to build a pretty good city for a dragon to give a shit about. I mean, the city I built, a dragon could probably fart away, but... Oh, dude, no, yeah. no. Like, in, in once once you've completed all four, maybe all four, or at least two of the worlds, you unlock, like, uh, Terra Incognito mode, which is, like, just building as much as you could possibly want. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. As long as you collect the resources Sa- to do sandbox it. Sandbox mode. So. Yeah, yeah. Sand- basically sandbox mode. So, yeah, I built so you never suffer crazy losses. cities oh. in there. You still have to go and collect resources for it, which is tough. Yeah. So you have to go to different worlds to do that. But, man, it, it, I built a badass city in there, man. <laughs> I should show it to you sometime. Yes, that was good. Huge. You, like, you'd be shocked by the cities <laughs> I've built in Minecraft. Dude. Why is there a bridge that leads all the way dude, I, I over the like ocean? I spent like 80 hours building a city That's in what I'm talking Minecraft. about. Like, that I have on my Switch. It's crazy. I'm, I do it's the crazy. same stuff for... Uh... For survival games. I think it's like every once in a while I want to throw up another Minecraft server and just be like, hey guys, something like that. I would love to jump back into Minecraft. But but the thing is, like, I gotta have some kind of objective. So, like, it's gotta be like, okay, we're gonna build stuff and then we're gonna coordinate the area and we're gonna, like, make it into, like, a team deathmatch thing. Or, like, a capture the flag kind of thing. That's cool. I'm good with that. We each have, like, our own side of the thing we're working on. Yeah, so it's like, okay, we got, got, like, a week. Everyone build your bases. Yeah, I like that. And then it's like, okay, now it's PvP go. That's awesome. That's like awesome. Just like just I do like, like a one hour land in that world. Okay, now everyone try and infiltrate this person's fort. Something like that. I love yeah, the sound yeah, of that. Yeah. I love the sound That's of that. That's a good idea. And then uh, next up was Dragon Quest Eleven S announced. So this is a full-fledged Dragon Quest Eleven that's being ported to the Switch. However, it is actually going to be the definitive version of Dragon Quest Eleven. Whoa. So because the score is now being fully orchestrated. So apparently the score from Dragon Quest Eleven, for some bizarre reason, was a MIDI-based score, uh, synthesized <laughs> score for the, the PS4 release, which is mind-boggling to me how it ended up like that, because they've always fully scored their games in, in the modern era, so it's just really interesting that they didn't for that one, but this will be the definitive uh, version of Dragon Quest Eleven. Sweet. Nice. Yeah. So that's Dragon Quest Eleven S. The next big one up was Rune Factory 4 Special. So Yay. Re- Yeah, yeah. Really cool game series, and I think the Switch is the perfect home me that, right? for Rune Factory 4. Uh, so obviously you played before? Yes, that's yeah. the one I was like, oh, nice. Yeah. Best memories for Rune Factory? Rune Factory is just, you know, it's uh, it's Harvest Moon with fantasy uh, dungeon crawl elements. Yeah, What's amazing. not to like about it? Best 
best kind of title for the Switch, in my opinion. Yeah. So pretty excited Stardew about that. Stardew Valley did phenomenal on the Switch. Yeah. Uh, from so my understanding. So. you're going to like the next announcement then as well. So because I, it's not on the board, you'll see the notes here. But uh, the graphics are upgraded from the 3DS version, which is good. Uh, so this is the first time the series has been ported to the Switch. And then Rune Factory 5 uh, was actually announced as well. Whoa, so the official sequel the Switch. Yeah. So that's not going to come in 2019, though. But Rune Factory 4 is coming in 2019. So, pretty exciting there. Uh, so, from the makers of I Am Setsuna and Lost Sphere, Oninaki is an action RPG published by Square Enix uh, coming to the Switch. So, it basically looks like a major mechanic of this RPG has you traveling between parallel dimensions to rescue souls that you then use in battle. So, almost a little bit like a modern Castlevania game, right? Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Uh, it looks really good. I did find out after the fact, because they didn't really talk about it in there, this game is being directed by the guy who directed Chrono Trigger. So, yeah. interesting that we're seeing a lot more of this well, pedigree I mean, come up. You're going to see those people probably here and there, right? Like, we found the writer for Chrono Trigger not not too long departed. Uh, we found also now the director here. Yeah, talking about another Eden last week when we yeah. were talking about the uh, the writer and also uh, the, the orchestrator for the yeah. score. Right? Yeah. So, pretty cool. So, that is... The Rune Factories. Oh, sorry, no, sorry. That, that's Oninaki. Oninaki translates to Devil or Spirit Lament. I went and looked it up. So, just to those curious. It has the potential to be awesome. Yep, so comes it. out in summer 2019. Yoshi's Crafted World and Starlink Battle for Atlas updates. Uh, they talked about as well. Uh, Starlink Battle for Atlas is actually the Star Fox game. It's uh, not Star Fox game. Star Fox is in it. Star Fox is in it. Okay, Whoa. so I misunderstood. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, a lot of people misunderstood that. You know, uh, Starlink's its own thing. But uh, you can get the R-Wing in it. Yeah, I thought that was really cool, but it has physical, aren't there physical ships that exist for it? Yeah. Is it, is it a Toys it's, to Life game? Yeah, it's a Toys to Life game. Okay, okay. Uh, so, sorry, it has sweet. a Toys to Life aspect to it. It's okay, not a toys that's to what life I didn't game. understand. It looks interesting, so I don't have too much experience with it yet. Toys to Life is kind of on, on the wind down right now. Yeah. Uh, so that's coming in summer 2019. Um, let's see, very long-winded intro to Fire Emblem Three Houses. This is one of the big topics that they covered in here. That'll be good. Yeah, so Fire Emblem Three Houses, Fire Emblem, what, what they showed was yeah. lots of characters, lots of factions and lands uh, that were named. The game appears to be just freaking jam-packed a story, which is probably what fans of the series seem to enjoy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, battles yeah. look a bit like Valkyria Chronicles in this, with movement on the battlefield and in classic turn-based combat mixed with real-time attacks. Whoa. So they did sort of zooming in behind the character on yeah. the battlefield. Yep. Which is really cool. So I don't know if you're scoring the first hit, and then it goes into the battle. Like kind of uh, like a tactical meets Onimusho kind of thing happening over here. Oh, yeah. Or no, yeah. uh, or a Dynasty Warriors. Sorry, ta- tactical meets oh, Dynasty Warriors yeah, kind of thing. Ridiculous. That's what I meant to say. Sorry, not Onimusho. <laughs> Turn this into a Muso game, just like that. Just like <laughs> that. The, what Boom. was the first game that did this style of combat? I think it was Hogs of War for PlayStation One. Sounds about right. Yeah, sounds right. Yeah. So, I, but it's definitely drawing a lot of Valkyria Chronicles uh, from what I saw, just yeah. in terms of the, the look and feel of it. Fighting characters together will actually help them form bonds, which will make those characters stronger when they battle together. So this looks really good. Comes out yeah. July twenty sixth. XCOM two. Yeah. Yeah, integrated that. Yeah, or uh, Chrono Trigger, right? Using the same characters together, leveling them up, and they get combo attacks together. That's true. Yes, yeah. those moves were were amazing. And There's then we, a couple other games that do that too. Oh yeah, totally. And then uh, Tetris ninety nine, uh, basically a Tetris battle royale game. We were kind of talking about it a little bit earlier. This looks crazy. I haven't gotten a chance to play it yet, but you're uh, basically random blocks pop up on your competitors uh, that they have to clear that you're able to sort of send to them. So you send them blocks that pile up on the bottom of theirs and force the blocks they're working with up toward the top of their tower. Oh right? damn! So effectively, you can knock people out pretty quick. But early on. 
I was watching some of the matches online. Early on, people are getting knocked out really fast, right? And then uh, so the speed at the beginning is just insane. You're trying to like keep your tower safe while and a lot of people, like in. ninety people, are throwing things yeah, around. Right? It's crazy. It's That's crazy. Cool. So I don't think I don't know if you choose who the blocks go to. I didn't get a sense that they were choosing. I it looked randomized. It, yeah, it looked random. Yeah. But uh, really cool that Tetris is now a uh, battle royale game. So it's official. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> See, that just tells you anything could be Battle Royale. And uh, this is available right now for Switch Online members. So if you're paying for the Switch Online membership, you have access to it. So pretty cool. Uh, yeah. Here's here's a big one for you, Rob. Dead by Daylight. Um, coming to Switch, right? Coming to Switch. It looked rough, man. It looked rough. So hopefully it, what I saw in the video in the Nintendo Direct was not representative of the final game because it did not look pretty. It looked oh, like really? a PS2 game. Yeah. It looked rough. That's not good. Okay. Yeah, very, well, very rough. I'll take a look at it. So hopefully, uh, so obviously this is a slasher horror type game. Uh, multiplayer is Hunter Hunted is kind of the idea. And uh, I mean, it, it's a format that would work well on the Switch. So hopefully the execution's good, but the graphics definitely didn't look like they were there. Yeah, it has the, the little bit I saw. You know what? It could also be that the graphics have been scaled back. No, that wouldn't make sense. Never mind. I was say because it's a handheld. But you just have to go and watch it. It's just it, what I saw was pretty concerning. Like it, like it. I wouldn't say that about games very okay, often. I'll take a look because I'm not a big graphics guy, but it, it was bad enough that even I noticed. Okay. Uh, let's see. There's a couple other Delta Rune, um, Damon X Machina, a couple other games. I'm not sure what they're all about yet. Grid Autosport, a full on auto racing game. Looks like a decent racer. Comes out sun, uh, summer 2019. Uh, Hellblade Senua's Sacrifice. Yeah. Whoa. So that is a mouthful. Now this is a game that came out. Oh, a little while ago. A little while ago for PS4, Xbox One, uh, probably PC. And, like, it didn't come out to the absolute best reviews. So it, it had sort of a grandiose sort of vision for the game to sort of yeah. be uh, sort of a tale or retelling of what mental illness is yeah. like, sort of traveling through the uh, a battle of mental illness. Trouble is w- with this preview is they're not really looking to make friends with, with the preview they showed. So basically it starts off the word psychosis and neuroscientist. Uh, come up pretty quick in the teaser description. Uh, and honestly, that just instantly turned me off, man. I'm like, I don't give a fuck what it's about. Like, you have to, this is Nintendo Direct. You need to make it look fun, or I don't really want any part of it. Like, I don't care if this is. That's an interesting way to take that. Honestly, I just don't care. I just don't care. Like, I, I literally <laughs> couldn't care less what you're trying to make it like. Make a fun game. That's, make that, a fun game. Okay, well, here, here's the thing. In Hellblade's defense, and, and I get where you're coming from, I get it. Uh, it, it it's interesting because it wasn't a bad game by any means. It looked like a decent game. It, it's actually pretty yeah. good. It, it's probably worth your time. And the whole play on the mental illness thing, uh, true and great on them for doing that. And I thought they did it pretty well. But it's kind of like how did you ever play Spec Ops: The Line? Yeah. Kind of like how that did it. But that was more like, but it was like that, that, that was, was almost more like an apocalypse now or something. But like that was that, like though, PTSD, right? right? Yeah, but, but like, it's guys traveling into their psyche over like deeper and deeper into their own psyches throughout the journey. You're actually on, same right? thing with Hellblade. Okay, it's okay. the same thing. Yeah, yeah. It, it's a different aspect of it, but it, yeah. it's effectively the same. Okay, okay. As, as long as it's like the things that are happening uh, augment the gameplay versus if, holding it, you back. Then if you sure, were, if you were ignorant of all of it when yeah. you went and played the game you might just think it was a trippy game yeah yeah that you wouldn't you wouldn't necessarily pull the mental because it looks thing. like it takes place I mean, in hell like it's crazy yeah like, it's... like it, it can be extrapolated but i'll tell you right now if i was like really high i didn't know about hellblade and i was sitting there with like a pop and some popcorn and watching somebody play the it game, dude. i'd be like 
I never would have picked out that I was mental illness. Yeah, I, might yeah. have, I might have been like, ha, it's like mental illness. Like, but I wouldn't have like. But seri- the rest of the time, you're just there, like, what the? Yeah, fuck? like I wouldn't have seriously, I wouldn't have seriously picked <laughs> up on crazy, it. It's crazy, dude. It's crazy. You, no, it's like, cool. You gotta look up some videos later, dude. But well, I, there's trippy. a couple things on this list. That it's freaking trippy. That's the thing, though, with the game is that it's like it's it's really really impressive, and they do a great job of bringing the whole mental illness thing to the table. But I mean, at the end of the day, it doesn't have to be about that for you. Yeah. It's just that that's what they lead with. Yeah. So um, presumably, so. it's a good game to kind of go along with it. But uh, for anyone looking for something a little bit different, Senua's Sacrifice definitely is. Hellblade is going to be up there. So yeah. that comes out spring 2019. They didn't give an exact date. MK11 is coming out soon, obviously. I think it's April comes out. Oh, uh, really quick on uh, Hellblade. Yeah. Uh, if you want to know Pedigree, uh, they also made DMC. Oh, interesting. Not Devil May Cry, DMC. Oh, okay, okay. Which oh. is still a good game, technically speaking. Technically own, right? speaking, yeah. it was good. Yeah. Story wise, not great. Cool. Uh, but then again, it was a it was a bad reimagining of a of a project that yeah. should never happen. So MK11 is coming up right around the corner. Obviously, everybody already knows about that. They've been sort of releasing character videos as they go along here, coming up to the release of it. Assassin's Creed Three comes out May twenty first. Whoa! For the Switch. Yeah, I missed a lot of Assassin's Creed games, but they're only up to three. <laughs> nope, <laughs> they're up to like eight. So okay, yeah, okay. So they, they're missing Creed half 3. of the eight. Yeah, this is the American is... Revolution one. This is where you play the Native American dude. Why? Uh, yeah, Boston, New York, Colonial America. So we're playing know. Red Dead when... Redemption again? Or I don't know. It... Like I, I don't know why they would do this why, particular one. Like, if they were like, "Hey, we're bringing Black Flag," I'd be like, "Yeah, of course you or are." Even like the Assassin's Creed Two series. Which was what? much more beloved than Ezio? than uh, yeah the Ezio series was much more beloved yeah. than, than uh, Assassin's Creed Three. It's like everyone remembers it well, but at this point, it's it's so dated. Dude, no, I no. bet Assassin's Creed Two, the first one, I bet it holds up. It was a great game, mm. so good. I'm gonna say no. Oh my god, I'm we're gonna, gonna try it. Point we're of try con- it point of contention. <laughs> we're gonna but but here's here's the thing, <laughs> Black Flag. Yeah. I don't think anyone would argue if they're like, "Hey, we're oh, bringing that's my Black favorite Flag. one." Yeah, that's my favorite. You one. know why? Yeah, because it's everyone's favorite one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's why they're making a whole standalone series based around it. That's true. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like not not it being a no, but, I'm, but obviously based on the sailing though. So, yes. Yeah. Yeah. And, what, what is and it called? The, their version? The skulls and skull and bones. Skull and bones. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's skull the Ubisoft one coming out. Yeah. yeah. So. So anyway, we'll see. We'll see what happens. You know, I bet it's just a testing ground. I bet this was the cheapest one for them to adapt. Uh, so maybe maybe uh, maybe they already have Black Flag in the works. Hopefully they do because that would be the one I would definitely want to get on the Switch. I mean, AC three has the sailing of Black Flag in to a lesser extent, so much lesser extent. Yeah, yeah. And then Final Fantasy seven uh, comes out March twenty sixth. Nothing special about that. It's just a straight port. Uh, Chocobo Mystery Dungeon comes out March twenty first. Final Fantasy nine, however, is out now. So yeah. it literally came out the day of the Nintendo Direct. So you can download it. I don't remaster, know. Nice. Remaster though, not a remake. Remaster? Yeah, remaster. Yeah, right. I, I don't know if it was. Uh, I'm sure it was a physical release too. Shout yes. out to my yeah, boy yeah. Zayden. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, guy. That guy it. messed up a lot of baddies. Nice. So, but uh, <laughs> like the the Black Mage man. And then, yeah, at the end, of, at the end of April, Final Fantasy X, 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 two come out as a combo pack, and Final Fantasy twelve Zodiac Age come out at the end of April. Damn. So the only one we're missing is basically Final Fantasy eight. No word that that is actually coming to the Switch, which is bizarre. Not really. Not bizarre because like it, I love it. Gets, it gets I a, know okay, a lot yeah. of people love eight, but for some reason it wasn't received as well as no, yeah. like the ones that. That's, that's the thing, right? Well, they're I wrong. Eight, I love eight. Whoever, two. whoever's not receiving it, I'm sorry. They're wrong. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and throw that out there. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm wrong, internet. I'm wrong. 
<laughs> no, I, I love eight too, but yeah, no, it just wasn't as as widely appreciated. You know what's weird? I hear people don't like nine as much, and I like nine. Nine was great. Nine was great. I, yeah. I, but narrative wise, it's the strongest was out good of too. all three of those. Yeah. Narrative wise, it's the strongest it was out of ridiculous. seven, eight, nine. It's the strongest. So I, I, I still think ten was pretty much where where they well, ten, where they came together. Ten. It's like so a parallel cinematic. in terms of just technology. The of it. it was an amazing game, so it still probably is, and I can't wait to play it again. So yeah. I'm totally getting it for the Switch. I've, I've got so many copies of 10, 10, 2. It's stupid at this point. <laughs> I have the originals that have the first copy. He has so many copies, he uses them as yeah, posters. Yeah, I've bought a fucking times, PS Vita version of it. Yeah, that's wow. true. Do got, you have a Vita? Yeah, I guess somewhere kicking around. I got Did you it try again. it yet on the PS4? Is Actually, it, you know, the Vita is still, still a solid game system. This It is, but you can do remote play with PS4. I know. I, I need know. to try it. Yeah. I've heard well, it I've been, well. I've been doing... Uh, you know, that's actually pretty crazy. I need to actually look into that then. Because I do remote play on my PC. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Okay, so, th- yeah, same thing, but... Remote play with the Vita, though, that's... Smart. I'm just thinking, like, I'd love to play my PS4 in bed, but I don't have a TV in my room, so Vita would be the way to do that. I need to dig mine up now. Yeah. Thank you. It'd be worth it. Yeah, it'd be worth <laughs> it. I've been looking for one. So, Thank you. Yeah. I gotta brought my brain even more. And then, uh, so, there was a big flashy trailer for a game called Astral Chain, which, whatever, I don't know, looked flashy, looked big, looked interesting, but I don't know too much about it yet. So, and then, the big one. Oh. So, this came, this announcement came right at the end of the, the uh, Direct. There was no precedent for this whatsoever. Nobody Splatoon had 3. Any idea? Splatoon 3 is dropping tomorrow. I just guessed Whoa. that, seriously? No, I'm, no, I'm kidding. What? Oh, God, you. it's Link's Awakening, dude. What? Yeah. <laughs> All right. I'm happy. I hate you. Uh, I was, so you got uh, my hopes up there for a second. I was like, oh, shit, really? I'm sorry, dude. Yeah, yeah. No, it's definitely Link's Awakening. I'm not awesome. trying to be no, like, no, no, no. mean. No, well, we mentioned Link's Awakening <laughs> we, we earlier. We mentioned so that, that's that why fantastic like, hardworking guy. So go on. So, so this game came out originally on, in 1992 on a Game Boy, one of the first Legend of Zelda games I ever beat. So I, I loved when it first came yeah. out. I was definitely young, and I must have been like eight or nine when I first beat it. Young, young guy. Wow, good for you, man. That game doesn't uh, d- gives out a lot of L's. They don't, they don't hand-feed you anything. You no, gotta, they really, really you don't. Gotta Go find your yeah. gloves of strength to go beat up the big baddie and break rocks. And, you know? uh, like you so just... this was the biggest surprise of the whole direct, I think, uh, if not also the biggest announcement. So the animation looks like a 3D dot game heroes uh, from PS3 or Octopath Traveler. So similar animation to that. Just your, your characters aren't pixelated. They're like regular yeah. looking characters. Uh, but the art style is very, very similar. Uh, the sort of uh, isometric view, almost looking like a toy. You're looking like a like a Lego set or a toy box or something, right? Yeah. So very, very interesting looking visual style. Um, pretty excited about this. Link's Awakening first came out in 1992 on the Game Boy, and it's the DX version, which is the color version, in God 1998 in Game Boy Color, which a lot of people are familiar with. So um, hold on a second. This is a remake, right? This is a remake, not a remaster. It's, it's, a, re- it's, a, it's a remake of a remaster? Yeah. Yeah. So it's Link's Remakening. <laughs> <laughs> I just was on a Link's remaking. Yeah, hell yeah, I man. like it. Yeah, sorry, that's why that's good. No, no, Rob, that was good. That's good. It. <laughs> Link's remaking. No, that's what I'm going to call it. The remake. So Link's remaking is easily the quirkiest and strangest of the Legend of Zelda series, and also had my favorite soundtrack in the series. I think the music in this game is freaking brilliant. The Windfish yeah. music, so good. As as you defeat dungeons, you get another instrument to play to try and wake up the Windfish, which the Windfish mm-hmm. unveils the final dungeon of the game. Right. But each instrument sort of plays into the other instruments, and then you have like this whole orchestra by the end of the game of these instruments you've unlocked throughout. They, cool. It's so cool. It's very, very cool. It's in my top three favorite Zelda games for sure. The dungeons were great. There was actually inter- interspersed like side-scrolling elements in some of the dungeons, which was really interesting. The, the thing that we should talk about in this game is, is the high strangeness of the game. Did you know Yoshi was in this game? No. What? Did you know Goombas were in this game? No. What? Did you know Will Wright is in this game? 
what the fuck? That's obvious, yeah, Alex. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, right? the, 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 the progenitor of Maxis and creator of this Sim City and the Sims. Like, it's obvious that he's in this game. Why wouldn't the he Google be? The Goomba thing I actually did hear before. Yeah, so, yeah. But everything else, no. So, so I took some notes here, so we'll kind of go through them. So cameos include a Yoshi doll that you have to find for a trading quest. So he's like, okay. I think it might even be the last item in the trading quest. Wow. Uh, Doctor Wright is is obviously playing on Will Wright uh, and his character from SimCity 2000 uh, or SimCity for the SNES that came out about that time. <laughs> so pretty wild. Uh, it's also a reference to to Will Wright. Uh, Kirby uh, is actually in this game as enemy anti Kirby, and he looks exactly like Kirby. Yeah. And even in the Game Boy Color version, he's pink. Yeah. And I think there's black ones too. There's pink ones and there's black ones. Oh my so God. there's actual Kirby enemies in the game. Wart the Frog from Super Mario Brothers 2 is also in it. He's an NPC character called Mamu. I think you have to get an instrument from him, actually. And then you there's also get his Instagram? Is that, uh, yeah, you have to get his Instagram. Oh, okay, that's, yeah, that, that's how you do his quest. Instagram frog. Okay, makes yeah, sense. Big, make, big Insta Frog. Now we're talking. Die. <laughs> <laughs> there's an NPC character named Terran who basically is Mario. He looks like Mario. And the Cuckoo Keeper uh, actually looks like Luigi. There's actually a chain chomp in the village on Koholan Island. So full-on chain chomp just bouncing around in the garden. For no reason. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, easily, yeah, yeah. Easily explained, gentlemen, a temporal rip in space-time that blended the two universes together for only a moment. Basically. Yes. But it gets weirder. It oh. gets weirder. So I hope you're ready for this. There are enemies track. that very closely resemble <laughs> Womps, Shy Guys, Piranha Plants, Goombas, Cheep Cheeps, which are the fish from Mario, and mm-hmm. Booze. It's almost like the world of Mario exists in the dreams of Link. Because obviously this game, I don't think it's a spoiler at this point, the game's been out for 25 <laughs> years, but... So it takes place in a dream. My God. Uh, There was actually... Somebody recently (laughs) linked me a video and I watched... There was somebody doing a recap of Bowser's army breakdown and whether or not they uh, break the Geneva Convention, I think, for... Oh, that's amazing. war crimes. That's amazing. Yes, they do. And they go through... They don't. You know who does? Mario. Oh! Mario technically kills civilians. Oh, my God. They actually... It was... It's hilarious. Son of a bitch! I'll I'll get you the... (laughs) I'll get you the video. <laughs> so I just figure it's so it's, dark. It's just Mario. It's just Bowser invading another kingdom. That's yeah. all this is. We're yeah, seeing yeah. the other creatures and characters because of that. But Mario breaks the Geneva Conventions. Yeah, he does. It's so God funny. Damn it. Yeah, you Stop gotta watch the breakdown. It's, 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 it's hilarious. He's curb stomping every <laughs> level. Every Goomba he comes they, across. They're innocent. Their jaws are never going to be the he same. He goes to their home. They're just walking around. He runs up and just fucking curb stomps stomp no, every it, time. It's, it's crazy. It, it's funny actually. And they can't the do ma- anything. They're got the, arms. Majority of the creatures, they're they're like they're like uh, you know soldiers in the yeah. army. I think it was like specifically the Koopas. Just yeah. the regular ones yeah. that are like non-hostile. They're turtles. And a couple of games are just turtles. They and just wander around. Yeah, and they they don't even they're not even aggressive. Yeah, they're not aggressive at all. So and if you kill them as Mario, cry. Mario's like eliminating the wildlife shell. of yeah. the Mushroom Kingdom. Like um, he's a, he's a madman. Guys, obviously collateral damage. When you see that turtle, you think, man, I could slide on that shell. Dude, Mario like, sixty four. Mario sixty four. There's there's, like you're there's riding them, monkey you're abuse. Them. There's penguin abuse. You can whip a penguin right off a cliff. Yep, in my <laughs> everybody's done it. It's the, it's the harm of uh, the harm of uh, innocence that in the Geneva Conventions, yeah, uh, attacking civilians during wartime. Yeah, totally. Yeah. That's uh, Mario's all about it. Yeah, it's, all hilarious. About it's, it's hilarious. You got to. Oh my video. god! I'm, I'm, we should do a shout I'm out to sickened. the guy who made the video. I'm uh, sickened by this, but next week. Yeah, I'm, I'm, really I'm sickened. I do not condone his behavior. Listen, so. we gotta be honest. Not only has Mario been 
a plague on the poor Guma population, which isn't even going out of control. It's like, you know, it's totally in check. Yeah. He overshadows Luigi all the time. Like he, he has does. A, he has a He's oppressive. He's an he has an oppre- like he has a, a Napoleon complex going on because he's shorter than Luigi, so oh, it makes him feel worse so about true. it. That's so and true. And then he takes it out on Goombas and makes himself look like he's doing the world a favor. Man. He even gets involved in like did you play uh Mario on the Switch? Mario Odyssey? I, I've been, I've been can, checking like, out you can a little like, bit of it. Take the form of a Goomba, pile other Goombas under you and then and then you're supposed to like go up to like the female goomba and she's like she sees you and like a little heart comes out and then like you get, you can you can actually collect stars from her moons power moons from oh, her right nice nice so but then you jump up because you're actually mario and you've just been like sort of putting on at your goomba standing on a tower of goombas <laughs> and then you jump up and you can butt stop all like 8 12 goombas that you just stacked on top at of once? each other so you murder all of her people Literally directly in, the in front show of, her eyes. of love to get moons. Well, no, no, not the murdering part. Oh no, Just not being that. Goomba is is what gets you the moon. But then you then you have the opportunity to murder all of them right in front of her. That's brutal. Yeah. That would be like that'd be like like what's the Bachelorette? But then like you, you off like oh, maybe no. ten or twelve of the contestants no, on day one. This. Like it's brutal, man. Those poor contestants. <laughs> you get a rose. You get a rose. And you now get, you get a bullet. Yeah. yeah. And now that we're about halfway through, this is my M4, and I don't want any of you. Oh no! This took a dark turn. You got a thirty-second head start. Oh shit, dude. Oh, that's reality TV, the future, but man. This is what happens when people like Mario gain way too much power. It's true. He's so he's so famous and so rich. He's gonna be a tyrant, and he's the world's greatest athlete already. Tyrant. <laughs> so, like, you're the world's greatest athlete. He, you're a he, warrior, and you're a tyrant. Like, oh my god! I mean, like, he he can take on Wimbledon, but he doesn't. Well, we could keep going on about yeah, the despotization you know of Mario. No more Mario. <laughs> so we'll wrap talk. it up here. So uh, this is all because of Link's Awakening. It is by all the because way. of Link's Awakening, though. So the music was actually composed for Link's Awakening, or Lin- what? What did you call it? Link's Remakening? Link's, Link's Remakening, yes. So, Link's Remakening was actually uh, the music produced by Kazumi Totaka, who also did the music for Super Mario Bros. Land 2, Six Golden Coins for Game Boy, and Mario Paint. And also from Minako Hamano, who did the Metroid series music, uh, Kozue Ishikawa, who did the music for Star Fox 2, Earthbound, and Wario Land 2 and 3, Star Fox 2. We just need a new Star Fox game. Just just new Star Fox. Please. Yeah, we should. Just a straight-up Star Fox, yeah. And I, a nice Earthbound, too. A nice, yeah, another nice. new Earthbound game. Nice. I think that's actually in the works. Yes. I so, think. Star Fox, Star Fox is interesting because even though Star Fox, Star Fox 2 never happened in its day, obviously it came out on the SNES uh, micro console well, that came Star out a couple years ago. Star Fox 64 was fantastic. Star Fox 64 was so good. It was It good. was amazing. So, and they were able to play on, on the formula because you had the ship, you had the submarine, and you had the tank. And they were all good. Like, every one of the sequences was very, very good. I so. enjoyed it all. And in multiplayer, you actually could get out of your vehicle with a rocket launcher. Yeah, yeah. Or oh, you know what? They did cannon. do the one on DS that was just uh, it was just a straight-up multiplayer Star Fox. Yeah. They did one back on 3DS in 20... I want to say 2011. It's been quite a long time. The GameCube one too, where it was like it was more of an adventure game. Yeah, there was. It, it he was like I don't the dinosaur one, Star Fox the Adventures. Yeah, it was yeah. called Star Fox Adventures. Yeah. yeah, and I think interestingly, I recently heard about this. It started off as a completely different property, but then it was actually uh, it was okay. one of the head honchos. It was Miyamoto or someone who was like, okay, we'll just do this, Slop but Star also Fox with Star Fox it. characters, and and that's yeah. what they did. So yeah, it was weird because this whole dinosaur adventure. I was like, wow, it what? was weird. Yeah, and and I thought like, like I know the anthropomorphized characters are supposed to look human, but I thought like for its day, even though the fox girl was like very oversexualized for the day, you know what yeah. I mean? Like yeah. I I shouldn't be Crystal. like 
a teenager thinking there's like a sexy fox woman. Like this is just weird. This is how fu- this is where furries come from. So we yeah. ask again. So, <laughs> absolutely, where furries come from. What does the fox say? No, no, no. Oh, sorry, Rob's. <laughs> Rob is giving me he's the. His head. He's, he's, so he's not coming right back. There, was, guys, there are lines, believe it or not. So yeah, we've crossed all of them on this episode of Rona Geek Official Podcast. And speaking of Rona Geek Official Podcast, that's all we got for you today. That's all the news. So we we are in deep on this. We are in very deep on this episode. See, this is why I want to save the movie for the yes. next one. Yeah. Oh, because oh my god. Uh, so uh, we should announce though here right now that Rona Geek Official Podcast, uh, uh, the gentleman, us in this room, and possibly Adam as well. Uh, I'll be making appearances in some fashion or another at uh, Windsor Comic Con 2019. So we are slated to be there. Uh, we'll have some swag. We'll have a little setup going. We're hopefully going to be able to do some recording. And then uh, I'm waiting for permission to actually use uh, some logos and, and some other stuff in the in the conference so we can actually produce some video content as well. So kind of all that in the works right now. But we're going to be there. We're going to have swag. We're going to be handing it out. It's going to yes. be totally sweet. <laughs> Repping the pod. So hopefully getting some listeners in. We'll also have some raffle items going. What I'm thinking of doing for the raffle is uh, we purchase raffle items. We're going to do one for charity. We're going to do one for the pod. And then the one for the pod, or actually the, the, the maybe even the one for charity, depending on how much we get. But uh, the one for the pod, what we're going to do is say, okay, well, you know, uh, raffle ticket, X amount of money. But if you subscribe to the pod right in front of us and follow the Facebook page, then we'll give you a free entry into the raffle. So cool. then you purchase extra tickets from there, should you choose. Yeah. So I think we might do something like that to drive a little bit of awareness and, and get people in on it. But, uh, yeah, I'm pretty excited. That's it's amazing. Our first major event is slated. So Windsor Comic Con 2019. Tickets are available on WindsorComicCon.com. And then uh, it's going to be September 20th, 21st, which I think is a Saturday, Sunday, I want to say. Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's a Saturday, Sunday. But, uh, yeah, so late late summer come and see us and uh yeah we'll be there hanging out it's gonna be a good time that sounds awesome is that the casino again is that, is that it's at, it's oh, at, yeah it's at uh, shit yeah caesar's casino in windsor all so, right yeah pretty so, so people know so people know it's gonna be cool yeah so 18 and up crowd i think is yes. what they're, they're after yeah the and mature then, audience obviously the mature yeah that they were after yeah. <laughs> this show's not for kiddos so and uh yeah that's it for Rona geek fish podcast you can obviously find us wherever you find your podcasts and we're on all, all the places at this point we're on youtube even at Rona geek official you can find us on facebook at Rona geek news uh, you can find us on twitter at Rona geekery you can get a hold of us at Rona geek official pod at gmail.com what <laughs> yeah i know it's crazy man we got a new email address one one just for you rob just for yes you. so yeah i know man i know <laughs> so miracles excited about it too. do happen yeah and then, uh, yeah, thanks so much for tuning in, and we'll talk to you next week for episode 33, where we cover, hopefully at that point, Alita, colon, oh. Battle Angel. Battle Angel. Not the Battle Angel for someone's colon, though. It's probably <laughs> Battle Angel. But thanks for listening. Battle colon. <laughs>